0: podcast is not destroyed. It is locked in a cage, and with enough force, enough violence, the lock can be broken. It comes back, the podcast, not completely, not entirely, but enough to drive you, to make you feel you have been cheated, enough to make you angry. Okay, good. It's good it's summation. from the start, of, right? Right? Yeah. I mean, Very I— Very serious. Yeah, I didn't—I've been fucking up the accents really hard this series, so I didn't even want to try to do a McAvoy— Mm-hmm. But the other line, I mean, it's shorter, but it was just tempting, was no podcast is worth a human life.
1: <laughs> Give it a shot.
0: No, no pod... Mm, okay. No. 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 You, you <laughs> go
2: right to Connery, I think. I do. With the Scottish accent. And, and Connery is really in his own realm. Yeah. Of both the way he talks and just impressions like saw, you know like you're, there's only you're only you're just doing connery
0: yeah doing i saw connery. someone on reddit slam my my weak attempt at a dave batista impression uh in our knock at the cabin episode which in my defense i don't think i've heard anyone nail but i'd like batista. to
2: hear someone nail it because he does That's have a specific very cadence, cadence though, it? it's cadence
0: and pitch obviously but sorry, i just like
2: I, you know that that moment that whispered right they just like yeah.
0: I, I didn't get close, and I don't think anyone has, but someone said we have to accept that Griffin basically has two impressions. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Liam Neeson.
3: Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> he does a really good Joseph Gordon-Levitt I do, yeah. in Inception.
0: Movie, Inception.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't remember a single damn thing, but please. This me. is
0: my totem. It's a loaded die. Only I know the exact weight and shape <laughs> of this loaded die.
3: He does have that weird like yeah. in the back of yeah. his throat and it's thing. Like, that
2: he's like clenching or something yeah, like yeah. and he's it, standing teeth. up very straight yes. his neck is
0: very long
2: why did you want him to do Don John or like what were you hoping we, I mean you know, I did that I, really I don't
3: want to hear about that yeah. um, <laughs> I, no I was thinking of the walk which oh wow. I think I told you maybe last time Oh, that's so rude. I can't say that on a podcast. Um, but, I was going to uh, say,
0: I don't know if you remember this, but we were recording our episode on Castaway, and in the middle of recording, you went, can we stop recording for a second? Oh. And we said, yeah. And you went, the walk made me almost <laughs> want to quit filmmaking. <laughs> Start recording again.
3: That is so So we can cut funny. it out again. Oh can, my God. That's or we hilarious. can keep it in and double it. People actually listen to me on this podcast. Well, obviously a lot of people listen to your podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like texting a director to be like, is this line producer great, blah, blah. And he was like, yeah. Also, I loved you on... Like Jack and I was like, oh, which episode? He's like, oh, both episodes. I was like, I'm about to do another
0: one. Mm. Stay tuned. Ooh. Trilogy, trilogy. <laughs> trilogy. Yeah, we oh, got a
3: hat trick. This is fun. Yeah. It's a hat trick. <laughs> oh,
0: we got
2: to keep having you. Yes, yeah, was... <laughs> we're in person for the first time ever. Yes, yes. You? Your yeah. first two
3: appearances
0: were both well. First time was deep in lockdown. Second time yeah. you were in London prepping uh, the Marvels. Yeah, and what? now you're in person. Yeah, yeah.
3: been eighty four years. Times passed. Yeah. Times passed. The first time I was in my in my closet, and I remember yes. you were in your closet, yeah. yes, yeah.
2: like talking into a you know a AirPods or whatever. Yes, yeah, yes.
3: <laughs> yeah. yes.
2: Um, but now you're with us,
0: and also I don't know if you saw Ben on the shelf now, prime position, the Wilson volleyball.
3: Oh, oh I did see that, right. and I can't remember where it was. It was over there on the left?
0: Uh, yeah,
1: yeah right yeah. by uh King Ralph VHS. <laughs> oh
3: yes, that's yes, absolutely, yeah, really important artifacts yes. of our culture. Yes. Mm-hmm. The
0: history—it's it, for the culture.
3: Griff,
1: you've added a
0: lot of stuff. I brought over a lot of little guys. So yeah. I shouldn't
3: bring you a gift next time. I Please,
0: out. absolutely. Bring gifts. Right, I'm yeah. so so sorry, me?
3: Ben. Do you uh, have like fun. um
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the space stone? I don't know. I was trying oh, to think oh, of <laughs> it.
3: Yeah, if you have Marvel any like uh,
0: spare infinity stones lying around? We'll take this. Let,
3: let me check.
2: The yeah. space yeah. stone is the it, it actually is the one I would want.
0: That's the one where you can travel. You can teleport. I want the oh. reality stone. once you have the reality stone, you can do anything, though. I feel like yeah, but you're not smart enough oh, to like. And neither I'm are not smart. enough. No one like that.
2: is. Yeah, because then you just accidentally
0: like turn your mom into balloons and be like, oh, how, how do I undo that? Like, I don't, I don't know. know. She might be easier to handle in that state.
3: <laughs> blowing away. Blowing yeah. No, yeah. well, I'll hold
0: on to her. But Space I'm just stone. Like- it's just like I want to go to McDonald's. Space stone would
3: wow. be mine too because right. I, I don't like flying. And that's it. I mm. don't like flying either. Yeah. Hates flying. How do you, you deal with it? You
2: have to fly. You're you're um, a busy, you're a know,
3: important is person. Really, That's very you sweet. are very sweet. Um, Hollywood bigwig. <laughs> I well, part of it is like just mentally like trying to convince myself I'm not going to be in a plane crash. Mm, yes. Um, which has actually gotten a lot better because I used to get on planes and I'd be like, "This is this it. is it." Right. Yeah. yeah. And now I get on and I just know I'm going to be slightly scared whenever there's turbulence. Mm,
2: me too. Do, would you but, do the thing mm-hmm. where you'd like? Eat a bagel before you got on the plane, you'd be like, it might be the last bagel I ever ate. Like I would do stuff no, like that.
3: I would more be more like um, like the night before I would have like heart, like sort, like it would be like, you no, know, like scared. Um, and then and then I saw the ritual. Like I had to get to the airport early. I had to like be through thing like hours before, have a meal, have a drink, yeah, chill. And now it's sort of like it's I just know I'll be scared mm. when there's turbulence. That's pretty much it. And then I also got an Adivan prescription. I was about to which say I don't there's this yeah. wonderful yeah. thing <laughs> called Clonopin if you ever, but Advil's <laughs> really good too. Use it. Right? Also I I took an Adivan when I fly to London because that's always bumpy. Um I um and I only resorted to um medication because I had this flight to Israel that was insane. Like I was like <laughs> I mean I it wasn't even that I thought we were going down. It was just like so like up and down and it was terrible. And I'd never been on a flight that bad before and of course, you look at flight attendants and they're just like. That's
2: my, my first thing. Of <laughs> upside course, down, is flying you look the right cabin. And they're like, everything's right.
3: fine. Um, and then I was like, How long was that? It was like an hour and a half. And she was like, I don't know, like forty minutes. Forty minutes though. That's that's a long. long. It was long. Yeah. That's and everyone was. You can hear like the cutlery clattering. Yeah. Oof. And she's like, Yeah, we're just flying through like a weather system. Do... <laughs> well, why
2: are we doing that? Exactly. Do you do the Jello thing? Oh, it, it's a classic uh, anxiety thing. They tell people who are afraid of flying is they imagine that the plane isn't a big thing of jello, and so yes, it's wobbling around oh, within the insulated. jello, but that's it.
3: I uh, did the gravel thing, where like so my thing. my manager's brother is a pilot, and he was like, imagine driving down a country road, right? When you right. feel turbulence, it's like the car going over gravel, over, not even going into a pothole, going right. over gravel, mm. right? Yeah, that that like, makes well, sense. Well, bitch, that makes me feel a lot better.
0: I have a question like for that. the two of you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Have either of you ever tried hypnotherapy to get over your fear of flight? Still watching
3: this movie again? I was like, I should
0: try that. 100% effective. Works perfectly. (laughs) Now I'm not afraid of flying, but
2: I am like an art thief. That would be my fear. It's like like, not afraid of flying at all, but I'm like, why do I have this in my
0: jacket? See, this is my issue. I'm not afraid of flying at all. I'm terrified of Rosario Dawson now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't be more afraid. Yeah, Yeah. You're watching Star Wars. You're like you're curled up in a ball. She's in Star Wars, You know
0: what's one of the most immense things about this movie? Uh, What? Uh, I was reading interviews with Danny Boyle uh, talking about why he uh, made this film and the origin the, I, I didn't realize how bizarre the story it. of him getting to making this film is right, but um, that he was like, I had never made a movie where a woman, a female character, was, was the, the heart of the story. Yes.
3: What about 20 days later?
0: Yeah, you know
2: what? I might even say to Danny, like, I'm not sure that's right, buddy. Like, no. I think, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. A, I'd say, I'm not sure that's right. B, I'd say, this
3: is the one? Yeah, this isn't the... I that's the
2: yeah. thing that drew you to that. that? You know, that feels like something that a director says on a press tour where they're yes. like, I don't know, that sounds like something interesting to say. Yeah. And I would have to be like, you know, you know, Slumdog, it's kind of like, sure. you know, a man and a woman, uh, you know, 28 Days ordinary. Later, Lifeless or You've made yeah. actually a fair amount of movies where yes. it's sort of true. Yeah. And he would be like, Oh, I forgot I made Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah, like, I feel like sometimes, like, <laughs> right. Like, if I told you, if I was like, you remember in Candyman, would you go like, what? Oh, Candyman, right, I directed that. Or would
3: you not? I might, just because I have problems. <laughs> <laughs> like anytime uh, anyone's like, I like that movie, I was like, literally, someone said, I really liked it. And I said, really? <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's my own personal issue. Um,
2: I just sometimes feel like directors don't think about
0: their own uvre. sure I as much think, as I uh, do during yeah. press Except tours, turns, you know? your brain sure. turns to mush mm. yeah that I think part people of that don't know too. what they're saying I remember him going on film spotting when this was coming out Danny Boyle went on and he actually like did the top five with them and the What's top, the top five? five film spotting great uh, a film podcast out of Chicago uh, friends at the show which has been going on for 18 years now. Oh, wow. They always do like a top five list that's usually linked to whatever the new release film is that they're talking about that week. Mm -hmm. So it'll be like a decision to leave and then it's like top five cops in love movies or whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. it is, right? That was one they did recently. So they had Danny Boyle on. I think they reviewed Trance and then they had him on for the top five, which if they have guest interview subjects like that, they don't usually do the work of like making a top five list. Sure. But But their list was top five Danny Boyle characters. Oh. oh God! What and, and he was like, like, "I have no idea who are who are my." He characters. was like, "My exercises. I only want to pick female characters because I feel like I've underserved female characters in my career." So it's clearly something that's bothering him. Yeah, it was when this was coming out, and he was just like, trance, this was that's part funny because he's made no movie since this that no. had female leads.
2: No." Not to, not to drag you, Danny Boyle. No, boy. like, I, well, this no is not, look, but... I think
0: he has good female characters. He doesn't make films that are female-driven, per mm-hmm. se. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But it's not like I feel like his films are lacking. Anyway, listen, this is a podcast called Blank Check with Griffin and David. I'm Griffin. Hey, David. So quick and so muttered. I guess...
2: The twist of this movie is that Rosaria Dawson is the main character. But you can't reveal that, that on the that press is tour. The t- I, I not was to spoil it.
0: transfer. Everybody. I just watched this for the first time, and I'm, every 10 minutes, there's another twist in the movie. And I'm going, yes. he thinks she's the heart of the movie? And, and then the we end, get to the end, end the the you idea. go, yes. Yes. Uh, but yes, the twist of this movie is that every 10 minutes, there's another twist. Yeah. It is insane. Who's our guest? Well, I'm not done oh, okay. setting up the show. Oh, sorry. David, there's a table that needs to be set here. Sorry, I just wanted to ask her something. So. It's a podcast about filmographies, directors who have massive success early on in their career and are given a series of blank checks, make whatever crazy passion products they want. Sometimes those checks clear. Sometimes they shave all the hair off their body, baby. Mm-hmm. Well, except for their head. She keeps the tresses. Uh, I don't know.
3: I did like how he was like, hair connects us to our base selves. and taking, I was like, there's so much hair product on top of that woman's That head.
0: is the weirdest explanation, by the way.
3: Can I tell you, when I first saw this movie? Yeah. When it first came out, I guess in 2013. 2013. At, I think this is a cinema that's now on third half. That, I don't know, Village East or whatever. DMC AMC or the, the second half. The AMC, half, AMC or the city Cinema. Oh. The,
0: which is now owned by Angelica.
3: Oh, great. Yes. Um, but <laughs> I watched it. And when that razor sound filtered in from the bathroom, mm-hmm. I thought to myself, what the fuck? Is this? Yeah. And then when they panned up her body and they were like, bear puss. And then Rosario. And he was like, how did you know? I was like, this is crazy.
0: It is one of the more bizarre scenes I think we've ever covered on
3: also, this. Also, she did that way too fast. Way too fast. Have to get to Nooks and grannies. It's we, <laughs> To I get mean, that maybe, bear?
2: I mean... And 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 like there's a, I think there's an after skincare
0: routine happening. She's oh, really? shiny.
3: She needs that, something that yeah. looks
0: like that was three separate rounds on, on consecutive <laughs> days. Follow-ups. Like... Yes. <laughs> right. Exactly. She, 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 she leaves. leaves.
3: <laughs>
2: no, she leaves. She gets in a cab. She's like, Yeah, I'll be back in like forty-five minutes. Right. Yeah.
0: We're talking about the films of Danny Boyle. The miniseries is called Transpodcasting. Today we're talking about trance, a true blank check film.
2: <laughs> I mean it is. And yes. and really, I know this is not his immediate follow up to a Best Picture winner, but, but this is a pretty crazy follow up to a Best Picture winner and then nomination. You know, like yeah. Wait, uh, to wait, a, what
3: was right before this? One hundred twenty seven hours. Oh, people like that one. Yes, yes. That and, and
2: that's his actual like. Okay, I made a Best Picture winner. I want to make right. this movie with what just one character trapped in a I rock.
3: Some dog was the Best Picture winner. That's from. Oh, so and, so and then Some then dog gets in this. Right. Yeah. Okay.
2: But, but still, after that, and, then, and that got. Attention and Right, awards. 127
0: Hours was a mild check clear, so then it yeah. was like, okay, you once again get to make whatever you want. And he's like, yeah. this time I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something wild. Uh, our guest today returned to the show for the third time, the hat trick, Nia DaCosta, in person. Welcome.
3: Thank you. I'm incredibly excited to be here in Th- That's oh. really nice. It's so, and I haven't I'm seen you to... since I escorted you into oh. the, uh, the offices of VH1. For, for Oh, in press right? For VH1, that's yeah. right, that's well, what it was. Yes. Did I see you after that? I think so. Well, videology trivia, maybe. Oh, but I saw you from afar. I didn't like that.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah. But yes, I think we talked about this in the first appearance, yeah. but you were working for VH1 on this non, this pilot that never went. Yeah. in uh, his okay. 30s. Yep. It was a, an attempt at creating a new I love the 80s type show. I guess yeah. guy code guy and girl and code, code kind of yeah. ate their lunch yeah. a little, but the idea was to have comedians in their 20s and comedians in their 30s riffing on the differences.
3: And <laughs> Shortly after that, Pretty much everyone at VH1 got fired, so yeah, I yeah. it was, that's, it was, that's it was still our show, but,
0: but you were you were prompting me. You were like, "And what are your thoughts oh, that's on so funny Rent?"
3: That's so funny. Like when
0: you're in your 20s,
3: me and the other AP were just like writing things, and we're like, "This is because I was 23 at the time, maybe yeah. or something." <laughs> it was, Right, 24 maybe. Yeah, hilarious.
0: Yeah, bizarre, mm-hmm. bizarre. It's so nice to have you back in person for the first time. Talk about this movie, which I think you we were
3: waiting for.
0: Uh, you to be out of the machinery of the humongous movie you were directing. Mm-hmm. Um, Which you are not completely out of. No.
3: No, I don't, think, I don't think any Marvel director's out until the movie's out.
2: And then what happens? Do they like give you a, a gold watch or something? <laughs> like?
3: oh, I wish. I don't know. I don't know. They give you a sticker for
2: um, you, you know. tried
3: yeah I did it <laughs> you get a gold star and then star. your box office yeah. bonuses I guess sure oh, that's, uh, that <laughs> <good>. <laughs> <laughs> which is okay that's it's a gold bad. block yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. but we we're waiting for for things to calm down a little bit to have you back on which we're very eager to do and I feel like this was locked in for a while it was an immediate trance we might have even given you first pick of all boil and you immediately yeah, said trance I
3: did yeah which is cr- well, oh no 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 did you, did that laugh? I'm crazy. That's crazy. Maybe? All right. Yeah. No, I would, no, no, no. i no, no, I think Mia. you had a couple left because, yeah, check the emails. Okay. Because I think I would have chosen 20 Days Later, probably. Because That's genuinely my favorite Danny Boyle. Interesting. But, but I but I assume you, someone very amazing has it already.
0: Well, no, because 20 Days Later took us a while to fill. So now I'm, oh. you might have
3: chosen this.
0: Here
2: we go, Yeah. Like, oh, here we, here we here go. Here we here. go. Yeah. Yeah. Because Initially, there was some thought of you coming on our Kubrick, yeah. Uh, but you were still in play right, and right. you would have to do a yes, Zoom, that and you was wanted the thing. to do in person. Right. And you yeah. said, Wait, Danny Boyle, very tempting. Is it weird that I would have wanted to do trance? And I was Immediate. like, that's You so want to do trance? Like, yeah. that's that's the call because right, no we one's
0: just locked it for in, trance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, right. We, yeah you know. that, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't think we had even told other people we were doing Boyle, <laughs> right. offered things up, and you just called your shot in advance. <laughs>
3: Wait, who, who's doing Twenty
0: Eight
2: Days? 28 uh, David Rees uh, episode with our friend David Rees. It was a good episode, great, great episode. You like that movie too?
3: Oh, I, it's. I think it's. It's incredible. I mean, like I, I can watch it all the time. It's amazing. Um, um
2: I, I, in my opinion, only better on rewatch. Like I, yeah. I loved mm. revisiting
3: that movie.
0: Yeah, yes. it's pretty wild. Also, I did, mild correction. I was watching a, uh, 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 what was it? There's a weird special feature on the Trans Blu-ray that's Danny Boyle retrospective. Uh-huh. Uh, that's him running through all the films he made for Fox. Okay. Being like, Fox. I think Fox is the best place to make movies. You realize a nice. majority of his films have been for Fox, although yeah. some of them, like Slumdog, were made for that was, other studios was that and then bought by Fox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, and some of them were Fox Searchlights, some of them were Big Fox. But Sunshine but, was Fox. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, 28 it, it, Days Later was eventually, was eventually taken Fox. by Fox. Mm-hmm. Lifeless, right. Less Ordinary and Beach were both Beach, Fox. Right, yeah. Uh, so he was just running through only his Fox films, right? That's so funny. And he said, because we were like a little confused on the 20 Days Later timeline about 9-11 and everything. Mm. The, the stuff, the empty streets of London, all the opening stuff, he said was shot in August in isolation. And then production started in earnest yeah, we the said beginning that on of the September. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were thinking that he shot all the isolated stuff in September, and then five days in, 9-11 happened. Yeah, he said the 1st of September. Well, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, mm-hmm. Look, the point is, <laughs> trance. You saw trance <laughs> in theaters. You said 2013, 2013, had not seen it since. Loved Danny Ten Boyle years. so yeah. much,
3: rushed to the theater yes. to go see his, his latest oof. And um, I fucking loved it. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wow, this is, because I was like, this is like a pulpy B-movie, but done in the style of Danny Boyle. And I was like, I'm here for it.
2: And this is also, yeah. like, he had just made two more oscar movies. I don't know yes. how you feel about Slumdog and 127 Hours.
3: I haven't seen Slumdog since the it was on theaters, and I loved it at the time. Yeah. Um, and then 127, I enjoyed. But, but it does feel
2: know. like him being like,
0: let me get narshty again. Mm-hmm. A it's a, bit. It is a a trashy movie in yeah. every sense. Right.
3: So, so trashy. After it's, two yeah.
0: movies that are all, like, the, the human spirit. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm, and right, love right.
0: conquering all. Yeah. yeah.
3: This is like, no, we're going to just be... I think, like, watching it again, I was like... I don't love it, but mm-hmm. I still really enjoyed how batched it was. It's wild.
0: It is yeah. wild. Uh, I, he, he asked not to be named because uh, <laughs> he doesn't want to speak ill uh, of, of filmmakers. But a, a friend uh, I knew told me that this was the only movie he had ever walked out of in theaters. And I wanted to know what was the moment that broke him that made him walk out. And we were debating what it could be. And he said... I don't remember it super well, but I think it was a scene where Rosario Dawson says aloud, so you're telling me the only way to blank is if I seduce have sex with him in his mind. Oh, yeah. Or something like that, which is early.
3: Yeah, it's, um, that's when I was like, I... Too would try to have sex with Vincent Cosell in any context. Uh, However, I don't know. my hands
0: are tied here. I
3: think yeah, I don't think my only way would not go here. for the
2: mental plane, though. Or you may just go more the straightforward.
3: Men- yeah, I might just say not
2: have like hypno sex. Mm. Also,
3: he very clearly is into her, yeah. and yeah. she knows. So it's like you can just be like, let's bang. But actually, watching it again, I realized that's actually supposed to be like the sincere romantic attachment of the film, right? But again, if she were actually just the main character of the movie. Sure. It would have been a much more interesting film, I think, and made a lot more sense. Yeah, I would agree with course, that. I do think that is the, the
2: ultimate flaw is making that,
0: her the main character only by the end works against the film dramatically. Yeah.
2: Well, and also not again, this that happens at the end of trance. Be warned everyone. Yeah. Oh,
0: we're we're talking spoilers <laughs> on trance.
2: <laughs> um, having the ostensible main character kind of die off screen and be like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's uninteresting. Yeah. yeah. But I do think you're going to have audience members walking out being like, so what the fuck was I? You know, like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. I, I do think that's why this movie got this weird, bristly reaction. Like, yeah. people I mean, were kind of mad at this movie. Yeah,
0: no, yeah. I, look, I'm a big Danny Boyle fan. I uh, have seen most of his films in theaters. Uh, pretty much all of them from Twenty Days Later on Other Than This and Spotting 2. And Spotting 2, I, I think I was getting my hair cut that day when it was playing and On it was the theaters, yeah. that one day. <laughs> and then this, uh, I, I, I just remember the response being so violently negative. Yeah. Not just people disliking it, being disappointed, people being like, fuck that movie, yeah. that I kind of avoided it for 10 years. Yes, people were mad at mad. this movie. And mad. It, yes. Which I get it. I mean, this is a movie that, that almost feels uh, uh, spiteful to the audience. Yeah, but I don't feel that way, right? No, I don't think it's
3: fun and really absurd, right? Like it's
0: really—it feels to me a little bit like when I—I was trying to think of what the specific example of this is, and I couldn't pull it up. But I think there are a lot of these when like comedy sketches or like TV show episodes that parody uh, uh, con artist movies where the joke is the amount of double crosses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're... Where this is a movie where every 10 minutes, they're like, okay, now we're going to change your perception. Actually, she was in league with him before this. And then the 10 minutes later, they're like, he was the one getting one over on her. Right. But there's only three characters. So they yes. just
2: kind of keep turning over and over and over.
3: But I don't... See, I think it's actually really straightforward. The thing that like is so like weird is the way that she's narrating the whole thing because yes. she has to keep the deception going. So she's like... So, I got confused watching it this time, whether or not she honestly couldn't figure out where the painting was, or because in the beginning, I was like, "Oh, she knows where it is. She just doesn't want to let these guys know right, right." And she's actually surprised that he when he comes back to her because she is looks like, "Oh shit." And then I was like, "Oh, she actually doesn't know where the fuck it is either." yeah, but it was all very. It just sucks that all of her main character stuff happens in retrospect. Like, it's all flashbacks. Yes. So it's not really... And then you're like, and he's abusive. And you're like, wait, okay.
2: Yeah. Well, that I do think gets sprinkled in a little casually and then yeah. just kind of... But I, th- this is the problem with Trance. Mm-hmm.
0: Which I don't think it's... Spiteful. You've identified the one problem with yeah. Trance. Yeah. There's a little flaw in this mm-hmm. one. But um,
2: is, is that it's, sh- you know... For a movie like this to really work, sure. it should be like the usual suspects thing where you're like, oh, I'm excited to rewatch it. Yes. Now knowing that he's Kaiser Sose and that's what's going on. Right. But I, I, I don't turn off trance and go, like, now I have to rewatch it, knowing everything that I now know, because I'm like, I barely understand no, what it is I, I, yeah.
0: I We've talked about this uh, on the podcast, I mean, certainly with, like, Sixth Sense, uh, because we've covered that, but just even anytime we're talking about twist movies, that, like, the most effective Hall of Fame twist movie is that people talk about that way, where you want to rewatch it immediately through different eyes. The secret is the movie works well on its own dramatically before you get to the twist. Yeah. Like, oh, it is yeah. grabbing you on a different level. Yeah. It's not making you think, when's the twist going to happen? When's mm-hmm. the rug pull going to happen? And then something recontextualizes it at the end. Whereas this is a movie where 10 minutes in, you're like, this movie's going to keep on fucking with me until the end, right? Mm. Right. Like, right. What, right. where does right. this
2: ultimately At a certain land? point, you
0: throw up your hand. You're like, okay, right. fine. What is it now? What is it now? There was another special feature on the Blu-ray called Trance Untangled that feels very much like the paper insert and the... Planet of the Apes DVD that explains the timeline of the Tim Burton Planet of the <laughs> Apes so sure. where it is just a, a Cliff Notes version of all the events of the movie rearranged in chronological order. That's it. but, see, it's 10 minute but It's a 10-minute supercut con- just so you understand. It's not understand.
3: confusing at all because she explains it's not. literally everything. The confusing thing is and this is where it's kind of absurd is that like it all is based on hypnosis. So you're like oh, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Here's yeah. the yeah. confusing can happen.
1: thing. You yep. bought this on Blu-ray? I've, I've Griffin, recently. Chris, you
0: don't need it. He doesn't need it. He needs no, he it. doesn't. I'll, he needs it. I'll no. be honest. I'll be honest. <laughs> I'll be honest. I bought it on iTunes. It had the special features. Okay, okay. I have recently become a completist of trying to own every movie we've covered.
3: Oh, I see. And I'm with that. Trans...
0: I'm with that. That's bad. I like having the library. I like looking at the history. Me too. Of this thing we've built. But transit, I believe, is out of print.
2: Yeah, the, a lot <laughs> of Boyle expensive. movies. A lot of <laughs> Boyle movies are tough to watch on physical media.
0: Boyle has one of the worst like physical media uh, records for a director of his stature, where there's like four movies of his that have never been released on Blu-ray. Yep, and a lot of them are out of print now. Uh, most of them are bad this. I can't believe that, that days, is not You can't run on iTunes right now. What? Yeah.
3: Why? I don't know. I think it's a music you have to thing. Talk to someone. But it was up four months I, ago? It
2: was, but yeah. I do think there's something weird with that movie
0: that maybe makes it more expensive He's just got or weird distribution like, things going on considering that most of his movies are at Fox. How do you feel about physical media?
3: Physical media. Like, do
0: you, do you buy a
3: lot mm. of Blu-rays? Uh, no, I don't buy a single DVD or Blu-ray or anything. Wow. I do buy wow. vinyls, though. There mm. um, That's something. Yeah. But That's I am going to idea. start buying... Physical media things I enjoy like TV shows since right all it's all getting old crazy getting plucked away. Um, yeah, it's very, it's very um. I guess I mean we don't have to go into a big existential philosophical exploration we can't of the, the state of, of streaming and how it's affected the industry. Basically, but,
0: every other episode of our show.
3: Yeah, it um, it just yeah, I I found it very interesting and it's also alarming that you can't buy. Twenty days later.
0: Like, yeah. On yes. The internet. Yeah. Beach and Millions have never been released in any format past DVD.
3: Are you serious?
0: Yeah, and I think maybe one other one. I'm forgetting. Yeah, there's there's a bunch that are Life Less Ordinary yes. has also only been on DVD.
2: DVD only.
3: What's the first yes. one? Dead Man's
2: Shoes. Um, it's called. Um, that's a good movie though. Shane Meadows. That's a Shane Meadows yes. movie oh, that I
3: love.
0: Uh, uh it's called Shallow Grave. Yes. G- yeah, yes. Yeah,
3: yeah. yes. Same yeah, basic same, family. Yeah. Exactly. Criterion exactly. put that
0: out at least, so that's okay. like preserved.
3: Criterion, bless them.
0: Yes. Um, um, I
3: would say I did. I was feeling some. What uh, uh, to call it? again. Some shallow grave and trance. I, here's what yes, I. Here's what I really enjoyed re- about trance and yes. why I loved it when I first watched it. I, I, I. Okay, a couple of things. I love the erotic thriller. I feel like it's a genre oh, yeah. that needs to be reclaimed by women mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you look back at all of them and you're like, oh, all those women were abused while making these films. Great, but I think it's interesting, an interesting space to explore. Yes. all of that shit that we don't talk about in movies or in our culture just like desire and how it fucks everyone up or it doesn't um, and and I was like oh this is kind of an erotic thriller it's not erotic enough really but like if you look at it through that lens or you look at it through like it's a pulpy B movie thriller but like done really well by a director mm-hmm. then it's like then you're like oh this is really fun like I wish they all kind of looked like this because the plot itself is, no, is not really elevated at all yes. in any way shape, or form but the style of it I thought was really great. Can I ask you a question? Yes. What did you think of James McAvoy's uh, performance?
0: We're, I, look, we're going to dig into this. I <laughs> I love James McAvoy, and this is sort too. of in this
2: moment when, well, I guess at this point he's pretty established. Yeah, Wanted is what, like two thousand
0: eight. Right. It's weird that mm. it felt like Wanted was like, okay, so this guy's going to have a really successful run as a leading man, probably in both blockbusters and in, you know, art house films, whatever, serious movies. Mm. And then it's like he gets tied down to the X Men thing, mm. right. which I think he's good in all of those. Yeah, he's yeah. fine. But it doesn't really do anything for him.
3: Yeah. Well, like,
0: because that's a tough role. Yeah. Because, you know, especially if
2: you're not Patrick Stewart, yeah. it's still like, okay. First hmm. class,
0: I think he's really fun. Yeah, the more he has to start playing Stuart, like as those movies progress, it's wild to think he did four of them. Four. He sure did. Yeah, four. there's four of them
3: First Class Days of Future Past, the one with purple Talk Oscar Talk Isaac. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. And then Dark, Dark Phoenix. Phoenix. You forget.
3: I didn't watch that one.
2: Oh, you didn't watch that one. You and yeah. the rest of yeah. the
3: world. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I just couldn't, I couldn't abide by it. But like by that one. Ab- but that's the one where Jennifer Lawrence says we need
2: more, we should call it X Women. Yeah.
3: I was upset. That's and the patriarchy fell insane. that day. You Let me tell you remember <laughs> people, people thought it was an earthquake, Lawrence, but Trump it was actually <laughs> the
0: seismic effect.
3: Of that, yeah. That's I've like Avengers wrong. Endgame when the women like appear for two seconds. They and do. Like, and it's like, that's what we're going to give you.
2: Nia, it's not two seconds. It's like <laughs> 10 to 15 seconds. Yeah. I just
3: think it's so disrespectful to spend 10 years basically ignoring women in your franchise. Except for like, oh, obviously there's some really good ones and the way like mm-hmm. Scarlett Scarlet, uh, Johansson's character evolved and the way Pepper... Pepper Pots. Note this name? in case Love you want Pepper to cut Potts. this out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pepper Pots. Gwen Palms. Yeah, Pepper Pots. Yeah. I should know these next. Yeah. Know these next. Yeah. Pepper Pots evolved, which I think was a lot had to do with Robert Downey Jr. being like, "This character needs." Yes, he like, was know. the one
2: who was like, "Can we make this a screwball thing?" where yeah, We're yeah, we need to have like such chemistry, yes. exactly yes. otherwise, in the like, dialogue, which is why those movies are good. Exactly, I completely agree Except for two. But anyway, well, two is a mess.
3: But if even if you compare the way they introduce. Gerald Johansson in Iron Man Two, where they're like, "Ooh, sexy lady." She's got thighs. Yes. Yeah, and chauvinism. Like so insane in very 2010, whenever that came out. Yes. And then her in Endgame it's like a lot of a lot of work has been done, but it's like, don't give me this little boop boop little boop in your movie. Well, but they'll handle imagine. it. They can get the task done yeah, women it makes me upset
2: Yeah. imagine Nia, instead just of just <laughs> to be clear Nia, this movie's seconds. coming out uh, this episode's coming out three
0: months before your Marvel movie yeah, so if you
3: want to cut yeah. that out you just let it I know, know. No, it's fine now I've said this to them
0: um. imagine <laughs> that instead of 15 seconds of seeing all of them appear on screen looking powerful in action poses mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence just turns to a guy and says <laughs> we should call them ex-women and walks out the <laughs> room but Should but also she this? says it and then kind of holds for applause and right. then goes I'm the doors that and way McAvoy's like I, I mean sure uh. also
3: it's it also like it's we so, got two on the team no it's so sad yeah, yeah it's so silly um I, but I, I was gonna say my beef with Jennifer Lawrence not with her but mm. like with what happened to Mystique yeah Mystique. After the first movie, yeah, would be blue the entire time, yes, her whole thing. Yeah, is her that whole thing is, she she never is gonna be who she is. Yes. I know so why. Is this girl walk around with this 80s because curly she blonde
0: didn't hair? like being in the makeup? I know, it's, it's annoying, amazing. it's one of those.
3: So, I'm like, it works does,
0: so against the character arc, though. It's
3: amazing, but that, yes. that tells you a lot about like how, at that level, actors yep. and movies at the level, they're just like, oh, okay, whatever. It, as
2: an X Men nerd, I just hate that Mystique is like an unambiguous hero in those movies, anyway. It it's, just drives yeah, me crazy. 100%. And like, by the final one, she's like, all right, X Men. You're over there. Come well, on. It's, this it's is called it's a Piazza movie. On what like right.
3: planet is Mistake going to be leading the end? She's not supposed to be like this. She's supposed worked. to wear a crazy white yeah.
2: dress with yes. skulls on it. Yeah, exactly. She's supposed to be assassinating mid level political guns. figures. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. But no, but it's like now she's the biggest star in the world. She I has know, to be the I hero know. of the I know franchise. what happened. It's Days of strange. Future Past is also so wild because you see. They have to, like, construct the plot around, like, you're on a secret spy mission by yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like, because we have Jennifer Lawrence for six weeks, so we need to shoot right. her own plot line. Right, right, yeah. right. right, right, yeah. right. What do fun. you think of James McAvoy's performance in the film? Trance? This is what I was going to say. Because there was a loaded I, question. I like McAvoy out. a lot, and I think few people with his ability have had such bad luck in picking the right projects.
3: Mm. But I feel, I think about this sometimes with actors who just have bad taste. And I'm not saying he has bad taste. It's a question. but Because I think he actually in terms of like when i watch him in bad movies his commitment his level of commitment is insane and also his his tone is usually where the movies tone should actually be i, would I agree. Say he's
2: usually good at judging that yeah. and yeah. he's willing to go big or silly yes. as required yes. which yes. i've always liked about him
0: yeah. like he was great when he hosted snl sure. and and a lot of his choice see sometimes i go does he have bad taste right mm. And then other times I go, on paper, yeah. almost all of these seem like good decisions. Yeah, 100%. Does he just have bad luck? This is on the lower end of the McAvoy leading performances for me, but I wonder how much of that is just like, is this character kind of unplayable? Yes. Yes, that's probably yeah. true. I I read a a thing where he said he read the script, and 10, 15 pages in, he was like, I don't want to play this guy. He's a victim. There's nothing active to play here. He doesn't remember who he is. Right. He's so passive. He's, the whole time he's just going, what happened to me? Who's What's going on? Yeah, right. Yeah. And then he's like, but I kept reading it because it was Danny, and I wanted to work with him. And then, like, 20 pages in, I was like, oh, this guy's more complicated. I'm kind of intrigued. And it's like, he becomes more complicated And that he becomes one of the most loathsome people because in the world. world. right? But it's not even, like, fun at a scale of, like, mustache-twirling no. villainy. He's just
3: kind also, of unpleasant. That part happens so late. So late. But then he gets really gross. By- I think by the time... Okay, the- when he... Okay, what did I write? When he jumps onto the ledge on the yeah. roof, I was like... Oh, is this supposed to tell me that he's an abuser or something? Like, is this supposed to right. tell me he's a crazy man? It like, goes
0: from him being a passive blank to just being kind of like gross and annoying to then yeah. being horrendous. And
3: sweaty. sweaty. I, but I think I think Danny knew what exactly what he was doing. I just think maybe I just hate him so much. But I mean, I, I couldn't even hate him because I was just like, I kind of ignored him at this point. Yeah, yes. I was like, I was like, I just want Rosario and Vincent to be together. You zone <laughs> out on
2: him and start to just be like, oh, like Vincent Cassell is the secret second lead yeah. here. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. sort of interesting. But the, I would say this movie begins with the suggestion that James McAvoy is a clever clogs who's up to something. Mm. Yes. And then as the movie goes on, you're sort of like, Oh, he He's wasn't? Like, this guy, like, yeah. All. Yeah. Like, you keep expecting him to be like, and that's why right. I staged all of this. Yeah, and like, yeah. that's what you were seeing happen. And then, of course, the ultimate twist is Did you no.
0: see that it was supposed to be Fassbender until like very late in the uh, game, yes, playing, the part. Uh, well, I mean, playing the Cassell parts? Oh, well.
2: Playing the Cassell part, funny.
0: really? Yeah. And it's like, oh, I could see, they obviously had a well-established sort of like, they, they're, they're good rivals
2: on screen well Professorist and Magneto you know they represent the two
0: I can't imagine anyone of. but Cassell, well that's the thing that. Cassell that's you're just so like I don't want to watch fucking this McAvoy guy like yeah. it just feels like they're in different movies in a way where Cassell's movie is a lot more enjoyable um, <laughs> Vince Vin, Vincent Cassell yes is the best actor
2: alive at playing someone who you always think could kill you? Yes, but mm-hmm. you are always attracted to, and also you always think he'd be ready to throw down. Yeah, yes, for sure. yeah. yeah. Not that you want to. Not just that you want to have. <laughs> sex no, you want have sex. With but them. that if you're like. Hey, can we have sex? He'd be like, of course, yes. Yeah. But that but doesn't mean false. I'm not going to kill you. Right.
0: <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> I'll take my, I'll take my right. chances. Yeah. He has the, the most bizarre energy. I mean, his and you're face like, what looks you, like, like four, a knife. Four
2: eight? <laughs> yes. You know, can you crawl into like between he's, walls? You know, yeah. he's taller. He's taller. He, I actually have no help. But, but you know what I mean? He yes. he has this kind of weird squirrely energy mm-hmm. that I love. But then he also does project like so much intensity and yeah, strength. Yeah. He's yeah. such a great... Anytime anyone uses any director uses him, I'm like, well, you're smart. Yeah, I
0: also just amazing. think when he does English language films, there's this odd comic energy on top of it.
3: Mm-hmm. He's six two. Yeah, wow, like... that's fucking nuts. I'm Who married are... to a literal fucking supermodel. Well, you insane. Know. Have yeah. you seen these two by the way? Oh yeah. I mean, she's the hottest person I've ever seen, but also and she's he like twenty five. I'm to like, to like, I know, it's like, absolutely I mean, insane. But yeah. that's what I love about him. You're like, you know, if you just if you just look at him out of context, you're like. Uh, Okay. But then as soon as he, like, starts moving and doing things, you're like, mm, and of S- course. Such an interesting guy. He's well, we should we should acknowledge he is
0: l'enfant de Népau. <laughs> oh,
3: who, who are his parents?
0: His father was a famous French actor who had, like, an entirely different vibe than Gerard
3: Depardieu? I'm kidding.
0: Uh, <laughs> why am I forgetting his first name? Pierre uh, Cassell? Uh, I think it's David
2: Cassell. Let me look it up. Oh, no, Jean-Pierre Cassel. Thank you. Oh, yeah. uh, who looks like a French actor? Yes, but was, You know, here's what he looks like. Oh, I'm he looks like yeah. a guy in a French movie who'd be like, uh, uh,
0: uh, and you would be like, he "Yeah, he's a French actor." He <laughs> plays like the porter and murderer on the Orient Express. Okay, he did a couple of Hollywood films, but he was a huge French star. But was sort of a very genial, mm-hmm. warm presence yeah, on yeah. screen. And I think Vincent Cassel's talked about like there was a bit of a, a Kirk Douglas, Michael Douglas thing, mm-hmm. where sure. he's like, "My he father's shadow looms so large in French cinema that I have to be the opposite of his mm-hmm. persona." And, like, him coming out with Lahen was uh, being like, I'm fucking of my generation. <laughs> yeah. I'm scary. I'm violent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Um,
3: Best decision he made.
0: Yeah. But then whenever he does American films, and I think, or at least English language films, mm-hmm. and he speaks well. Yeah. But he, something about him speaking in English makes him feel like a cartoon version of a French person.
3: Really? I disagree. I, I don't
0: say this in a bad way. I think there's this odd energy he has. Like, obviously, Soderbergh weaponized it Oh. comedically for the Oceans movies. doing Capuletta
3: for no reason? Yes. I but then like
0: Black I Swan. I think that's like
2: one of the funniest jokes in a movie oh, ever. when he does the dance in yeah. Oceans 12. It's so like funny.
0: Like Black Swan, mm-hmm. Eastern Promises, this. He's incredible in Eastern Promises. So yes. I have to watch that again. The best. Yeah. The best. Stand, forget.
2: So good. Um, <laughs> uh, do you, want, you want to know something else about him? Mm-hmm he is the voice of the Dennis Leary character in Ice Age in France. That, I love this. You know, like that? I feel like yeah. you'd,
0: I knew you'd like that. Yeah, that's cool. I I I really like, because uh, now, you know, every Disney Plus movie ends with uh, 15 minutes of credits on who the dubbing voices were in every mm. country. Right, yeah. right, right, right. right, right. Uh, I always watch through that to see if I can recognize, like, who's Indiana, the equivalent Indiana. star Indiana. in which country? Uh, yeah. uh, I know, I mean, I, French comedians, I tend to know better than the other ones. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, about you're talking to. about his oh his also roles. the voice of uh, Robin Hood and Shrek that's right Monsieur Hood maybe that's oh why I gosh, think he sounds like so a cartoon funny. version of a French person that's so funny because that is just him playing into the stereotype mm. um, and now he's playing Julius Caesar in the new Asterix movie so yes
1: who
0: are? you know Asterix the French cartoon. Uh, it's like the oh, yeah. MCU of France, yeah. the biggest live-action film franchise. He's playing
2: Julius Caesar in the latest oh, one, less, less, uh, less. yeah, and uh, Marion Cotillard playing Cleopatra. Mm. It's an all-star cast. Guillaume
0: Canet directing what? and playing Asterix. That's right.
3: Wait, what?
2: Guillaume yeah. Canet, the French actor. I
0: don't, you know what? We're we're way wow. down a
3: rabbit I mean, hole. We're, we're down the rabbit hole we want to be in because the Vincenzo Castell rabbit hole. I'm just hole, saying.
0: I'm yeah, maybe pitch for the next Asterix movie. <laughs> we'll bring him in. We could bring we him in. Yeah. you know, franchises. Yeah. yeah.
3: Oh my god, that's so funny.
0: Um, David, can we, can we get into the, the dossier? Because yeah. I just, I mm. had no idea where this movie came from. Mm. And it
2: does feel, but that's, of course, part of the Danny Boyle magic, because yes. I feel like he does always resist what I feel like would be the obvious path uh-huh. after a success. Yeah. Or a failure. Yeah, indeed. Both. You know, like, you know, uh, he does resist safe choices. Yes. And I do think that's to his credit. It just doesn't always, Wait, What like, did he do after this? The movie he made after this was Steve Jobs. Okay, which continue. I think is uh, an incredible film. That is a safer choice in a way, although that was such a that's what? complicated cursed project. That's that what you did expect to take on an
0: anymore. Oscar favorite in theory right, to right. do. Yes. Um,
2: okay. So, Slumdog Millionaire, gigantic success. Mm-hmm. Right. He can make whatever he wants. He's single mindedly must make 127 hours. So that's what he does. After that, the first thing he does is the Frankenstein uh, production at the right. National Theater, which you can watch.
3: So mm-hmm. good.
0: Yes. Um, uh, which, of course, is where he meets James McAvoy. Right, it's McAvoy right? and Johnny Lee Miller switching roles yes. every night, every other night no, between Frankenstein. That, is isn't that. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, Cumberbatch and Johnny Lee Miller, right? It oh, really? it isn't. Yeah. yeah. No, it's I'm not. Sorry. I
2: always forget James McAvoy played Frankenstein in the other Frankenstein yeah, movie. Yeah, that, that, exactly. With Daniel Radcliffe. Victor Frankenstein.
0: Victor Frankenstein. Victor yeah.
2: Frankenstein. Yeah. I'm yes. sorry. I always, yes. It's Cumberbatch yes. and Johnny Lee yeah, Miller. Yeah, I remember watching both shows. <laughs> no, versions. James
3: McAvoy. Johnny Miller's really good in that. Uh, Johnny Lee Miller rules. He was uh, best know. as both, actually, him and the monster, which I was like, "Ooh, interesting." Mm, Doctor Strange, yeah. Boyle, dead Boyle in the ditch. one of those
0: guys who like <laughs> Boyle is one of the only people who seems to, to totally understand cool. how to use him.
2: But yeah. have you, mm. you know, have you ever watched Elementary? Speaking of yes. Sherlock Holmes,
3: Absolutely. who
2: better Benedict Cumberbatch also played, yeah. like, mm-hmm. he's also like secretly, you're like, eh, he's great at this.
3: He's really great did him. like
2: fucking eighty-seven seasons, billion
3: seasons. Yeah, of yeah it. so many.
2: Um, okay. Then, of course, he is mm-hmm. asked to direct the opening ceremony of the London Olympics. Yes. Right? A masterpiece, mm-hmm. which we oh, yeah, will be covering on this podcast. And,
0: and he said he Wait, wanted... Really? Oh, that's yes. amazing. On Patreon?
4: Patreon. Patreon. Yes. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, he wanted to set trance in New York, and the only reason he didn't is because basically be London, the Olympics right. was his day job. Oh, wow. He needed to be like...
3: That's interesting. Yeah.
0: Huh. Which is, you know, that's a
2: scary gig. Yeah. And you're following yeah. up the Zhang Yimou Olympics. We'll talk about that. Yeah. But, like, you know, that's not an easy thing to take on. But he was apparently just like, you know, absolutely. I live in East London. I can't wait to do it. We'll Mm -hmm. talk about that. Um, And he, you know, he really liked doing the Frankenstein thing. The Frankenstein thing is very cool.
4: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, Is that kind of like Cumberbatch right when Sherlock is hot? Like, is is It's like 2010? Yeah. Like, that's when Cumberbatch is kind of new and
0: exciting. Yeah, and everyone's trying to figure out, like, how far can this guy go? What can we do with him? But he, yes, I think had just started to, like, break out in terms of the leading man of his generation.
2: And uh, so uh, he wants to take on a film project after Frankenstein is done, Uh before the Olympics. uh, So it is trance, and he has
0: to make it in England, as you say. And and the deal also was he shot the entirety of this movie, and then had the agreement, yeah, I need to take six months off before I start post-production to finish the Olympics. Right. So the movie was filmed, kept on a hard drive, Olympics finished, six months later, he goes into the editing room. Right, because it doesn't come out till 2013.
2: Well,
3: um, can you imagine? Like, because I like to take two weeks off and pretend I didn't shoot a movie and then look at all the footage.
2: Six seems, months, that so. That seems therapeutic. Yeah. Be,
3: oh, it's the best. Because you, you, I think you can actually get like a week off, and I'm like, oh, I'll take do, yeah. But, um... I genuinely can't imagine six months. Do you well, think it would be. be
2: better, like six months, and then you come back to it, and it's like, wow, I don't even remember this.
3: Yeah, I think the best time to take a break though would be in the middle of shooting, not for six months. Jesus. Yeah. Don't move on with our lives, but just um, but no, yeah, I think so because then you really get to, you just fresh eyes. Yeah, the I mean,
0: freshest. the first episode you did with us was Castaway, and you said the reason I'm obsessed with this movie is mm-hmm. the idea that he made another movie in between. That yeah. there's this whole it's break. And and also, then, I yeah. love that movie. I mean, that movie's was, incredible. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So he's, he's got to find a London thing that he can shoot around his Olympics obligations. Yeah. This script had been sent to him and John
2: Hodge and Andrew McDonald, his, produ- his writer and his producer, when they made Shallow Grave. Yeah. This guy, Joe Ahern. Uh, and they liked the idea. Uh, but the Joe Ahern was like, I want to direct it, though. Mm-hmm. And they were like, uh, this is like a complicated script for you to be directing right. as your first script. Uh, but okay. And he went off and he made a TV movie of it, which exists.
0: This movie is I've like, never seen has it. the secret heat narrative of what? like, there is a TV version of this with a different cast in 2001. That is like, I mean, I was searching high and low for it, could not find any way to watch I mean, it. Here it is. Yeah. Here's
2: the, uh, you know, Oh, but it's one of those things gosh. where I, I looked it up and like Phil Davis, I know. Yeah. But apart from that, I don't even really know the cast no. here. Like, this is not a big. See, that TV looks movie.
3: like the version that you would just see on TV all the time. L.A. Takedown. Yes. And, Have you ever
0: yeah. seen clips from L.A. Takedown? No, what's that? Michael Mann had written the script for Heat,
3: mm-hmm.
0: wanted to make it early in his career, couldn't yeah. get it made, and then made it as a TV movie with actors who are not Robert De Niro and Al Wait, Pacino. And
3: it's called L.A. Takedown? It's yes. called L.A.
0: Takedown. It aired on television, and then like 10, 15 years later, he was like, you know what? I'm ready to make this properly. And you watch, it's the same thing. It's the same script. But obviously, he's got a lower budget. You know, his craft had evolved by the time he makes Heat, but also you're just watching, like, the coffee shop scene and going, wow. like, wow, movie stars are really, really impactful. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: And, and no disrespect to these actors who yeah. are all solid in this. Yeah. But, like, you look at the poster for the TV movie Trance and it feels yeah. like the same thing where it's, like, we can we can ding, like, a McAvoy
3: performance, yeah. but there
0: still is I mean, an energy he has. Yeah. That that carries you through a movie, yeah, like hundred percent, yeah. I mean, um, I think they
3: all. I think the casting is really good, actually. And yeah. for trans, like Danny Sapani, who I fucking love, like, like all the people mentioned those other two.
0: I just I could not believe there was a prior version of this, and that Boyle basically comes back around to him and says, "I never forgot about that script. Would you let me take a crack at it?"
2: Essentially, they loved the premise, and yeah. they never forgot about it, and so he gets John Hodge, who he has not worked with since um life uh, since the beach
0: and like yeah
2: yeah so 13 it's years at that point right yeah. uh and says you know can we work on that again he says that the movies are not that comparable like Interesting. he says if you watch the tv movie it's a couple things that are the same but like it's not like uh you know LA takedown uh right uh scene for scene or whatever and they hadn't worked together apparently it was great mm-hmm. to work with him uh Joe Ahern had nothing to do with the movie. He gets the credit for the story. Uh, but that's it. Okay. Um, and uh, he loved the idea of amnesia because you can create worlds where you're not sure whether you're seeing is real or not. So he likes Memento.
0: He likes Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It's he just, likes Nicholas
2: Rogue movies. Right. You know, who's,
0: I remember uh, kind of when I in uh, Inception was announced, Christopher Nolan's pitch was, uh, it is a thriller that takes place in the architecture of the mind. And I was like the fuck does that mean you see inception that is basically the correct way to describe architecture that. is the word yeah but this is it feels like falls in that category of like a, a movie in the architecture of the mind mm. uh yeah. yes <laughs> interested in <laughs> but so much more
3: metaphorically than, a, than vague uh,
0: ideas of how a brain might work
3: yeah,
2: yeah yeah um and then as you say he does repeat this over and over that he likes that there's a woman in the engine room is how he puts it that mm. the Mm. Mm. Uh, he wanted her Part to the be movie. the driving force of the right. film.
3: Go ahead. I just feel. I feel. so she. So she's like. He. <laughs> he has two he, daughters.
2: Danny Boyle, father of daughters. Plus father. Of plus daughters
3: father of daughters. So uh-huh. that, he also Girl dated time. Rosario Dawson after this movie. Yep. Yeah. Bless she them.
2: has the most because she went from. Danny Boyle to Cory Booker, to Eric Andre to Cory Booker, I believe, was her incredible dating that's history amazing. at this time. I think it was Booker and then Andre, but maybe I'm wrong about that. No, I think it was Andre then and Booker. Really? I think so. Yeah, because Booker she was with until very recently. I do
3: know? This? this is so sad. I know. Well, my, my, my initial wife at was... uh, once
2: was at a spa in Atlanta and Cory Booker and Rosario Dawson walked in. Obsessed. Are yes. they still
3: together?
2: They just broke up, I think. Oh, anyway, carry sad. on.
3: Oh, no. But, okay. So, so she's like, hi, I'm Rosario Dawson. I'm in the movie. And then, you know, halfway through, she's like, he's sexually obsessed with me. Wait, there are a couple moments where, like, when she later in the movie she's talking about their like their affair, she was like it was a highly sexual relationship. And then he got to Vincent Cassel being like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) like gurgle, gurgle, I'm like bleeding from the mouth. Doesn't like. And I was like, what? Like, what is that? Why do you? Anyway, so she she's like, he's sexually obsessed with me. I have to get him to like want me, and then I'll have sex with him, and he'll tell me what the painting is. And I was like, this logic literally makes no sense. And I guess you could say, well, she's trying to hide the fact that they had a relationship before. Blah blah. They go on the date. And then, and then um, he's like, "I don't want to have sex with you." And she's like, "Weird." And Vince like, "Why?" And she's like, "Well, it's because of you." And then they have sex, and I'm like, "What?" The logic isn't logicing. Yeah. And then she immediately goes to see Homeboy James McAvoy, and then. She shaves her badge mm-hmm. She sure does. Because she knows what he wants. And he starts wants. sobbing. And yes. he literally is crying. crying. And I'm like, has this man never seen a vagina?
0: Crying just looking at it.
3: It's. Yeah. I was like, this is so, this is spiritual. And yeah. then, and then they, they don't, you we know, don't show them having sex. And then he's naked. Um, incredibly right. Naked. You see
0: him just sort of sitting, sitting studiously, naked. cupping his dick and balls in his hand. Correct. Sitting on the edge of a bed.
3: he was hypnotized and imagining this whole pew thing with him shooting everyone and, you know,
0: and Vince
2: Cassell's head is blown off and talking yeah. to him and all this. Yeah.
3: Cast. And I was like, this energy here uh-huh. actually should be in the entire film.
2: <laughs> so you like that absolute, I like, hard-to-track mania of I that? I think
3: like, if you committed to that, mm-hmm. there is a logic you could have threaded through from the beginning. Like, if, if the rules were more set up. I mean, that's the part in this movie where you're like, what and why? And none of this makes sense. Yeah. But I feel like if you start out and this guy has, like, issues and he doesn't know what's real and what's not real, you can actually thread, like, you you actually, like, that whole thing about, like, hating the audience, you can actually just set up a universe where you're like, oh, this is what, this is what's happening and this is why. Yeah, like,
0: I also, like, I love movies that take place all in someone's mind as long as you, that is part of the upfront setup rather than yeah, the yeah, twist yeah. at the end. Yeah, when it's yeah, a rug exactly. pull, it feels like you're sort of selling out the movie. Yeah, yeah. But things like Eternal Sunshine, Insomnia, whatever, or not Insomnia, Inception uh yeah yes uh the cell's a great example but things like that where you're like we're gonna be able to cell. engage in since crazy dream it. logic and like, like nine. unbridled id and all that sort of yeah. stuff i don't think you should have seen it when you were nine that means watched disturbing.
3: A lot of stuff. i watched hbo all day i was in latchkey kid all day every day hbo
2: yeah um i will say this Griff. yes sort of speaking to like the you know like the, the swervy aspect or well, you know This is an interesting quote from him. He Mm -hmm. says, Having done Slumdog and 127 Hours, which were award season films, as well as the Olympics, Mm -hmm. we're aware of the danger that you get locked into these aspirational redemptive movies. And we have a history of another delicious kind of filmmaking, which is a bit more evil and the characters are not what they seem. So I feel like for Trance, he's like, he's off making the Olympics, which is like, the things that Britain has accomplished, socialized medicine, you know, like we're all in it together. And so this is his little nasty, like, side project.
0: Right. This is the receptacle for him to place all of his cynicism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But
3: the movie has nothing to say, does it? Trance? Trance? Tell me more.
0: What does Trance have to say? They talk about so. greed. They have a little right. greed Right. I do think mm. this is one of those movies where, like, it's about the puzzle box.
2: Yeah. I don't know that Trance has a lot to say about anything.
0: If it has anything to say, Struggling
2: it's... to fish a theme out of it. You know, like...
0: Right, I, like, right. I,
1: yeah. Right? It says stuff no. about
0: art. What, yeah. Tell me more about that. It says stuff What's about, it pubes? Say about art, ben?
3: It's expensive. <laughs> it's very expensive. expensive. It does. Yeah. It in
0: fact tells you that directly. Oh, they do tell you that no
3: no, no piece of artwork is worth a life.
0: No. Yeah. no. No podcast is worth a life.
3: Yeah.
0: What a fucking movie. Okay. It, I mean, that, that's basically the setup, that's right?
2: The, that's the setup for how they made the film. Obviously, you got James McAvoy,
0: who wanted to
2: work with Danny Boyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you say, the screenplay didn't really grab him, but he got into the twistiness of mm-hmm. it, I suppose. Uh, and where is he in his career? I guess he's. Um, he's made two. Yeah, no, X-Men. he's made one x man Okay. And Days of Future Past is coming out next year. Okay. He had been mired in that awful, uh, apologies if you know the filmmaker, Disappearance of Eleanor Rigby project.
3: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> um, people forget about that one. That was the Harvey Weinstein
3: thing, right? It was. Three.
2: There's. There's hers, three. Theirs. There's his, hers, theirs. That's it, Jesus. I believe. Yeah. Okay. I saw I think I may have seen two of them. Anyway. Um, but like he's a funny guy in that like he had been kind of floating around for years. I think people forget that he's in Children of Dune, the um yes. sci-fi channel miniseries. Yes. Uh, obviously he's Mr. Tumness. Well, that's later.
3: Can I tell you something about that? I was watching when I don't know, it was on TV. I was really young. My my grandma, who's Jehovah's Witness, walked into the room. And she saw Mr. Tumnus and she goes, what are you watching? And I was like, oh, it's The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And she's like, this is demonic. <laughs> <laughs> Which she's right,
2: even though it is an explicitly Christian
3: work of yes, art. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very, uh, it was hilarious.
2: That's really funny. Yeah, bless her. Love I name. first encountered him in, uh, he is in White Teeth, the, the miniseries of White Teeth. Uh, but in um, State of Play mm-hmm. and then Shameless, uh, the British Shameless. Oh, sure. He was, it was one of those things where it was suddenly, it was like, as you were as a British TV watcher, yeah. you're like, oh, this guy's everywhere. Like this yeah. guy is suddenly popping up everywhere.
0: And then Last King of Scotland is the first movie I remember sort of like I mean, I Line the Witch in the Wardrobe, but Last King of Scotland's the one I remember him sort of standing out as uh, Correct. A serious leading man. Because
3: that was two thousand six. Yeah. So yeah.
0: in two thousand four, he does a
2: movie called Inside I'm Dancing, in which he plays a paraplegic, uh, which is one of those like, oh no hyper committed performances sure. he, it's a, It's not great it was called Rory O'Shea he was here in America oh yes
0: I remember Rommel that in it. yes, yes. Uh, and then yes. the next yes. year yes. he did
2: Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe and even though he played a magical fawn mm-hmm. I think that he succeeded because everyone came out of that movie being like Mr. Tumnus pretty hot yeah, yeah. kind of horny for Tumnus yeah like they came out of that children's film
0: right about children fighting happens, a witch though? being yeah.
2: like but those first 20 minutes of the fall, I was kind of feeling <laughs> <fall."> not,
0: he <laughs> is like pretty fucking captivating he's really in that charming movie. in it yeah
2: and then last king of scotland obviously he's the he's like the off ball guy you know right. like you know that's faris whitaker doing everything but he is good
0: and that's one of those examples of like he is the lead of that movie like Forrest Whitaker's so performance is so huge that it basically got willed into him winning a Best Lead Actor yeah. Oscar. But like McAvoy has four times the screen time yeah. that Whitaker does, and got a little bit ignored because uh, which
3: I think I think that was tactical personally because I feel like that was like in the midst of people being like, why is every movie that's about a black person or a secretly, significant black yes, character right. have to be told through the eyes of a white person? Yeah. And but I, it's. I would have gladly been like, "It's all for us, bye."
0: It's it's a yeoman's work performance because mm-hmm. he knows he's gonna get steamrolled by the guy playing the most yeah, I mean, yeah. interesting character of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Kerry Washington popped in that movie too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Yes,
2: that's right. Uh, and then he has, he does a few like little British movies. He did Starter for Ten. He did Becoming Jane. Remember Start that? 10, uh, Starter for Ten, good. Starter for Ten, a great book. Uh, yeah. uh, and uh, solid movie. Yeah. 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 Um. And University Challenge. It's about University okay. Challenge. Okay. My favorite TV show. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, Atonement, yes. which he's incredible in. Right. And that's a movie that's like that. stacked with good performances. Yes. And it's this like very, you know, you know, complex three storyline film. And was
0: presented as like this is gonna be the Oscar juggernaut. Like uh, Joe Wright yes. is ready. This is gonna be the English yeah. patient or something. it should. does get, you know, plenty of Oscar nominations. Yep. It wasn't yeah. quite
2: the juggernaut they no. wanted it to be. No, no and I don't think good. it totally
0: made him in the way people thought this is gonna elevate yeah. this is going to be his Ray Finds. But moment. his sex this scene with Pierre Knightley in
2: that movie is like
3: Iconic. So iconic yes. and unique. Yes. Yes.
2: And I feel like even more so now that we don't get enough sex scenes in movies, like people go back to that one being like, "God damn, yeah." Uh, That's also
3: Benedict's a little pop off. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Juno Temple, yeah, Yeah.
0: watch out, Searsha. So many people popping that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the next year he had wanted Vanessa Redgrave. I think that was like her first big movie. Was she in that one? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, wanted (laughs) big big hit. Right out of no to somewhat surprising hit, but. Let's say a little similar to the Last King of Scotland thing, where it's like He's the lead, he is the lead, but Joe talking. Lee is the one who everyone yeah. is mm-hmm. interested in.
3: Well, he has a he has a his energy is a little sub in a way. It's like he, yeah.
0: a, a, little? a little? He's it's like
2: very, screaming and crying and sweating that whole movie. Yeah, what are you doing to it, me? Yeah. Like, you know, the, like dragging him around. Yeah, like yeah. Chris
3: Pratt is the fucking guy who fucks his girlfriend in that movie. Like yeah. it's yeah. and this is before his glow up. So it's very yeah. no, interesting. Chubby, like, chubby Pratt. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's I not what I meant. But I, well,
0: no, I, I, as a chubby
2: guy, I miss <laughs>
0: Chubby Pratt.
3: Yeah, he he took stuff less well seriously. Yeah. I do
0: think there's something to McAvoy. Often takes these roles where someone else is allowed to steal the movie from him.
3: Mm, mm.
0: Like it, it, Split, you're like, why is it taking it this long for you to feel comfortable doing like the main dance? I
3: think Split is his movie. That's oh yes, that, like, that's I the one where you were, were like, like yes. And I actually felt like I was like, I'm not your back, you know. No.
0: Sort Split of Split
2: is the movie. As you say, Griff, where yeah. you're like, okay, he, you know, he finally got handed like you get to play the color the, exactly. All versus the you
0: just sort of doing the plot for, and as
2: you yeah. say, Nia, where he's like, yeah, I get the tone here. I'm, I'm gonna fill it. Oh. Like you know, I'm gonna oh go. God. Like yeah. I'm gonna go for it. Yeah. I feel like part of what you're talking about, Griff, is probably that wanted is getting passed around and bigger stars than him are like, Well, I don't want to play this guy. Right. Because this guy's fucking crying the whole time. Right. And McAvoy's like, Well, you know, I'll take a shot. Right.
0: And we got two humongous stars playing the supporting roles. We don't need a money person in the right. lead role. We just need a solid actor. Um But he's still like he'll do atomic blonde. He'll do movies where like you're
2: kind of the second lead, we're kinda of, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah. He will do that still.
0: The X-Men thing is so interesting to me too because I think he's really good in first class where the whole thing is, oh, he's sort of this like cad and this leech. And it's like, this is so different than the Patrick Stewart Professor X. There's nothing stately about this guy. It's surprising. He's got fun energy in it. And then as the movies go on, they're like, can you just sort of like do a Patrick Stewart impression? We're going to shave your head. (laughs) But he starts out like he's the fun, yeah, the fun, funny one.
3: Does he get shot? In the spine in the first movie?
0: First movie. Yes. And then they do this bit where it's like, he can use his brain to walk again, but if he does it, then he can't... His powers don't apply in other places.
3: I just disagree with that fully. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. Right. So the second movie... Absolutely ridiculous. He's
0: like walking around a bunch, but then he can't read people's minds. And they're like, you have to make a choice. It's either the chair...
3: Or your powers. Yeah. Also, okay. Let's think about that logically, though. If he can use his mind to walk again, that means he's lifting himself up with his mind. Yes. Which means that when he's walking... His feet he, he's not using any muscle and Oh no, he's like,
0: puppeteering. His legs
3: would be he'd have be legs. But yeah. also he's
2: Professor X is not a telekinetic mutant. He's a no. telepath for no. crying out loud. No. No point is, is happening. No, it's fine. I'm so sorry. It's fine. I'm <laughs> saying that's why it never made sense. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, you're right. Um Rosaria Dawson mm. got this role. Scarlett Johansson was supposedly considered. That feels uh-huh. like that something she would like eventually just say no to. Yes. Right. It feels like uh-huh. match point read. Uh, Zoe yep, Saldana, yes, who I feel like is probably pretty, like, well, no. Well, this is four this is post- years after Avatar, Avatar. Star yeah, Is this the right.
3: Columbiana year? Is this the year Colombio- Colombiana Columbiana came out? Columbiana yeah,
2: uh, underrated. I would agree. It's 2011 yeah. is Colombiana.
0: Okay, yeah. Okay. Boyle.
3: We have to do full frontal nudity and Shave Your Badge. That's a hard task. Like, yeah, a lot I wonder. Right.
0: Because uh, the way this film is made and Danny Boyle as a director, I don't see there being any workarounds of just like if you're doing this you have to do this in close up.
2: Yes, it's so funny because in in one way you're like this comes out of nowhere and is insane, but in another yeah. way you're like I guess you would have to in the first meeting with the actress be like so your shaved vagina is this is non-negotiable. is right. a pivotal right. point. Right. Um he had auditioned Rosario for a different movie. He doesn't say what, so he knew her. Interesting. So he really liked Sunshine, her. Sunshine, maybe. Maybe that makes sense. What else she could have fit into. even. Yeah, Sunshine be makes beach. sense. Right. Maybe the yeah. bishop. Well, but she she's been around forever. Right. Yeah. She was she, in kids, which I can't. I've never watched. I can't
3: do it. I tried to watch the first scene. I was like, no. Kids well, is rough. Fuck. I can't. Um,
0: I'm just Nia, like, I can't. Nia, we're New York City kids. We lived it. We don't need to I watch,
2: know,
3: watch exactly it. I know. Exactly my lived it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank
0: you. Um,
2: he decides <laughs> that it's fine that there's an American in the middle of the movie. Yeah. She's different. She talks differently. He's sure. just kind of like, I don't know, that works. Yeah, Which look, is good. That, I like it. Very that. refreshing.
0: Yeah. I love anytime a movie has a character with an accent different than the place the movie's set, and it doesn't explain it at all. Because anytime there's a scene where it's like, well, and then I relocated here because I'm like, yeah, you don't need cares? to tell me.
3: The world is a big like, we globalization. We meet people
0: yeah. who have different accents all the time. <laughs>
3: exactly, especially in London, Jesus. We don't
0: go, what's your fucking backstory? <laughs>
2: um, and as he says here, as I was just saying, I'm correct, you know, uh, when we met people and talked to people for the part, we were very clear that it was non-negotiable, the, the nudity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, the, it's the biggest plot point of the movie. Uh, so he said, I don't know. He,
3: I just love that he was like, I need to show that i respect women that i think they're fully they all around movie. and the movie i'm going to do that in <laughs> she has to show her bare puss several times non-negotiable bitch yeah. yeah and then she has to sex has to be central to what <laughs> what right. drives the, you know right. i'm like you know i mean i'm not anti it but i think it's a funny like i know, do too place to i'm also to.
2: not anti it and i think it's like fine and like you say i miss the erotic thriller but it It is just... Her
3: character is
0: so bizarre. I like Rosario a lot. We were just talking about... I mean, it will have come out by now, but we were doing the Men in Black movies on Patreon. So we were talking about Men in Black 2. A very thankless role, but a role that I think was kind of positioned as like, holy shit, she's going to be the female lead in the Men in Black sequel. This is going to like blow her up. And we were saying like, for having a really good career, she doesn't really have like her defining parts. Um... It, she feels like someone who everyone always respects, but she's maybe never gotten the thing that feels like the perfect fit for her. But Daredevil
3: th- seasons one. Well, this three. is the thing.
0: I think she's incredibly good in Daredevil. Yeah, she's she's good. kind of like the best performance in any of those Marvel Netflix shows. She's really good in them. Uh, but like, I think that is she has this very grounded, sensitive quality. In a show like that, you're like she brings this down to earth. She makes it feel real and tangible. It's kind of odd to cast her as, like, a film noir siren because that is so different than her vibe, I think, despite her obviously being very, like, sexy.
3: But I think that was the thing that they needed for that role.
0: Right, they They needed her to be initially warm and sort of,
2: like, I'm here to help. therapy session, she's really good, yes. Yes, you actually have to.
3: What I think really was amazing in this film, when her boobs come out, Uh I, I was like, they are... Huge, and you creepers. don't notice that until that moment. Yes, and I'm like, that is brilliant. Because, That's range <laughs> because the <laughs> way they have styled her to be like so kind it really because yeah. I feel like the, I mean way. she's absolutely stunning beautiful. Beautiful. anyway, yeah, yeah. but I think the way that they very consciously were like because even after that moment they don't make her sexier, you know, like she's always I mean her hair is down now, or whatever, but no, like she's always she's presented always, as like a professional exactly, and there's never any like oh my bra There's no femme no right. town, right. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. No. So I, I, she's yeah.
0: really good in the therapy scenes. I mean, that's like her energy that she's so good at, where she just has like a sort of like warmth and nobility and and control,
2: quiet. Yeah, control. And you just feel like yeah, of course this person is like a skilled hypnotist.
0: You know, which is very crucial to this movie. You need to
2: kind of immediately just be like, hypnotism works fine, great. and yeah, she's yeah. great at it. When like, you get yeah. to the
0: later flashbacks, and it's basically only in a montage. Her and McAvoy do have really good chemistry when they're playing the clips, the briefing yet of... They do. I mean, he's kind of annoying,
2: but in, in his way, in <laughs> his cute way. When he's going like, do you know which painting I'm talking about? Yeah. I would just be like, shut the fuck
3: up. Yes. I can learn about this later. <laughs> asshole. Why are you ranting to me then about the I was like, what? I mean, sure. Fine. I mean, that's when you... Know, if you are if you're dating a man, yeah. and he says, listen, it's so much better... Because it's filthy. He basically is like, it's dirty and filthy. Do you have pubes, James McAvoy? Do you? Yeah. Because you better get rid of yours. You better that's walk what you want the walk her to do. here. No, absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. If a man does that, you, you run immediately. If he's I, like, and, you know, that. and so that's why it's, if he cries when he sees your pubes. Like, huh? It's also I just like, yes. yeah, yeah, you yes, know.
0: You. Well, no, I just think it's like interesting to discuss this as an art movement. Do you want me to shave or not? <laughs>
3: exactly. It's like, If that's what you're into, just tell me.
0: We can have this conversation.
2: It is so weird that his perspective is like you know what was really good was the art where everyone just looked like a statue. I
0: could yeah. not yeah. square in the circle Goya on And fucked it
2: up with pubes. What an right. asshole! But it's like it's so a reminder it that we're work human. Of yeah. yeah,
0: I like the un the unnatural right, which I guess I understand. That his his
2: character is unlikable. Yeah, sure. I get that.
0: Yeah. But I'm like, why is Rosario Dawson
2: continuing to put up with this? Yeah, it's so. Cool.
3: But also, what? Why is? Why is that in the movie? Like, what significance does that actually have? It has no metaphorical significance. No. Even his explanation doesn't make any sense. You're like, okay.
2: I would agree with everything you just said, but that the answer is the answer is there's nothing. Right. This movie isn't really bad or anything, anyway. So I guess when, it's just when you movie, have something has to when the you,
0: when you have the, the, the full the full push shot the first yeah right there's a like the the big pan that tells you walk the tilt walk yeah. down down the hallway. Yes. It's
2: this like she's.
0: Right. Incredibly glamorous. Right. Yes. And everything about that scene so weird that you're like, I guess this is just one of those movies that has an incredibly bizarre sex scene. And then yeah. the more they go back to it and you're like, this is a central plot point. This is kind of the key to the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. It's going to keep on being discussed and shown. Yeah. It's wild because, yes, it doesn't tie into anything larger thematically. Yeah. They just choose that that is, it's it's like a totem. It's the totem. But it's the Logan What I die. love
3: about Rosario Dawson Yeah. The amount of dignity she gives this character, right? Like, and this is she's a, why she's like unfuckable, like because right. you think about like because she's had other sex scenes, like in Alexander, mm-hmm. like yeah. that, which was an insane because they're like fighting each other. Well, that's that, like, that another insane because perfect example. Of one of it, like, the most like,
0: bizarre.
2: Yeah. She's a feral animal. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah, has yeah. To, like tame right. her. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's, yes. it's. I mean, he it's got game, but
3: yeah. But like Rosario's that bitch. Like she's just like you can't make me like she like it's it feels even though like another director another actor like. That could feel... I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, but it doesn't yeah. feel like exploitative. It, it just feels bizarre.
0: Very substantive about her. You know? um,
2: I think if this movie took place in New York, it would actually feel weirder. Mm. Because it's a Euro movie, you do yeah, kind of have that I kind agree. of like, eh, hey, this is Europe, Everyone's baby. fucking weird yeah. Um Let me give you the Danny Boyle <laughs> quote on this nudity. Okay. okay. You used to see this kind of nudity all the time, certainly in European movies. i feel pushed push back immediately.
0: <laughs> you see <laughs> means- this kind he of means- nudity? The female form. I am not sure that you I agree with with that. Sure, right? I, if he said, you used to see <laughs> nudity all the time, this kind is an absurd statement. The but film on. world, I'm going to continue the
2: quote, Please. has supposedly become a lot more prurient about explicit nudity because porn is everywhere and movies want to separate themselves from porn. Mm. That's the official line of the movie industry. Sure. Uh, so films have basically stopped using sex as an engine for stories. If you stop and think about it, you realize sex is rarely present in any mainstream films.
0: Wait, is sex the engine or is she the engine? It's two
2: engines. Okay, okay. Uh, uh so she's <laughs> the engine, and sex is the NAS. But oh god, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: uh, I
3: mean that's actually accurate because yeah. after that happens, it just went. Oof, I mean, like, you know,
2: I'm a I'm a great film critic. That's yeah. the kind of that's the kind of insight oh, I provide. This guy uh, scenes like the one in Don't Look Now, he's the famous sex scene between Julie Christine and Donald Sutherland, they mm-hmm. wouldn't happen anymore. I'm not talking about specialist arthouse movies, the art house movies that cater to a small audience. Outside of that, sex has become a big taboo again. Before it was for moralistic reasons. Now it's put. Clear water between it and the porn industry. It's I, that's. I've never heard anyone express that, that specific thought that like no. the porn has become so mainstream that movies want to stay away from porn. I don't know that that's the answer. I don't either. But it's not an it's not an uninteresting concept.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that was a quote from ten years ago. And let me check my notes now. Every day, someone new goes viral on Twitter for saying, "If you watch sex scenes, you should be arrested."
2: <laughs> Couples in movies should be married in real life. Yes. Wait, what? Dude, it's not important but all the time on Twitter like teenagers are like it's insane that anyone has sex on screen. Like right. how exploitative and you know like that there's this weird That's like That's so funny
3: because a number of actors I talk to who are and you know a number of them women talking about how like the, like, the erotic thriller space and a number right. of people I talked to in Hollywood who are like yeah we kind of got to like and it's not like a lurid thing. It's literally like sex. is a huge part of our psychology yes. and our lives. Indeed. and we we're, It's just not in movies anymore. Have you seen
0: Magic Mike's Last Dance yet? Yeah.
3: I have a ticket for tomorrow, 3 p.m., Alamo Draft House. Okay, amazing. Ooh, this really will amazing. come out after. I mean, yes, it will have been out. This film is not coming out before 3 p.m. tomorrow. Yes. Episodes. You have some editing to do, Ben. Uh,
0: I saw I, I saw at Alamo Draft House. They did a Rowdy
3: screening. Did you go to that one? Oh, yes. Did I you did. get accosted?
0: I didn't get accosted. I did get text David.
3: Age. I did text
0: David and said, "I, I think I'm the only straight man. Here. I feel pretty <laughs> confident in that assessment."
3: That's great.
0: Uh, they they gave out dollar bills to throw at the screen, but uh,
3: that's really, yep, yeah, oh, I that's mean, that, fun. Not, not, Alamo bucks. bucks. Oh, Alamo bucks. Okay. They had abs yeah, on them. Bucks. Sure, yeah. where
0: a president would be. Let's check that. Actually, we should put abs on our dollar bill. Yeah, we should, or at least it like our be,
2: shirtless. You know, whatever. it
0: should be waist up photos of the president shirtless and yoke. Yeah but the woman who worked at the Alamo came out before the screening and was like look it's a rowdy screening so obviously we're not going to kick people out who talk but like be respectful this and that and then she offered this i think unnecessary qualifier where she was like and it's not maybe a movie where you're going to be yelling the whole time it's a bit of a slow burn like you'll get there with the dance sequences but the movie takes its time 5 minutes into magic mike's last dance is possibly and you know maybe i'm being hyperbolic cuz i just it's saw a this very film sexy scene. It's one of the sexiest things I have ever seen right. in yes, a
3: movie. Yes, I can't wait. Five
0: yes. minutes in, and you just felt Don't the entire audience that. buzzing of like, fuck, we never see this right. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no yeah. nudity. Yeah. It no, is but not it's
3: very, very ostensibly sex. a sex scene. It's but like a it tooth shaving scene in Handmaid's still? A, a, a little bit. It's more It's more overt than that. Whoa, okay. Jesus.
0: But it is like <laughs> you watch it. It's, it's a dance sequence that is mm. the sexiest thing you've ever seen.
3: I love this. Song. I can't wait.
0: And there's something about uh, the, the energy of watching that in a crowd of other people rather than watching it huddled over a laptop. Being like, well, I, I can watch this because my parents aren't here. Yeah, yeah. This is fine.
2: Um, I have some more quotes that are Please. actually really funny. Okay, yeah. one, Boyle's quote about, if we're looking for themes here, uh, it contains within it the idea that of violent control that Simon James McAvoy mm-hmm. has as an instinct. He wants to shape her in his image What's interesting for me is how she uses the power of his fantasy. David, you
0: misread that. Uh, Shave her (laughs) in his image. But that, I guess that,
2: like, that's why we see the asshole scene of him being like, I just like it when, uh, you know, like, and she's retained that and known that will, like, hypnotize him. And, like, that's feeding into a sort of misogynist second year. Yeah. Of control. Oh my god, I'm like, you know, like right. I, you know, I guess yeah. there's something
0: there. No, I don't know if this was a, a misread on my part. But obviously the movie at the end is throwing a lot of shit out at you. I also felt like to some degree in that final swath in which she's kind of claiming the narrative and the whole movies from her, right? That it feels like part of this for her was this whole long con she was running was also this experiment of, like, can I hypnotize him into only being the parts of him I liked, right? These conflicts you hear about, like, people who are caught in abusive relationships, physically abusive relationships, where they're like, but you don't understand he wasn't like that all the time. There was a version of him that was really great, right? And when we're seeing those, like, flashbacks to the early parts of their relationship where you're like, oh, they do have real chemistry in these scenes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's not like the weird, stilted, noir chemistry that they have in their early scenes within the running time, right. you're like chronologically the earliest scenes, you see the thing there, they are charming back and forth with each other on dates and then he becomes incredibly scary and part of this thing for her is like, can I shape him in my image? Is there a way to like psychologically get all the bad things out of him? And that's sort of, as much as this movie is about anything, it's <laughs> maybe about like, how much can you actually control who you are who that other is people are? interesting.
2: Right? And again, like good for a trashy kind of like movie about control. Like yeah, I I I, I'm sorry. These quotes are just too good. Please, Please. one Rosario Dawson. I don't know if you guys know this. I was unaware. uh, Refers to her vagina as the general. I have heard this. Um, I'm so happy for her. I
0: am too. Uh, That's a good
2: bit. We. I'm not sure if it's after the Buster Keaton film. No, I think it's because
0: uh, her vagina hangs out with Shaq a lot.
2: Waxing hurts. I wasn't thrilled about that. The general. See
3: what I mean? It should have been a waxing scene. It should have
2: been. The general was angry with me for a little while. Uh she was gnarly. She was mad. I don't know. I can't think of it. I'm going to get myself in trouble. Got the winter dew going on now. I'm happy. Great quote from Rosaria winter Dawson. Dew. Winter dew. Here's McAvoy oh, do, do. coming in on pubes. I'm sorry. I just got to give you this pube run. Give me run. pubes. Okay. McAvoy. I think a lot of men shave their, um, keyword there, um. I think a lot of men shave their, um, their balls and their shaft, but that, that's just for pornos, which Lieutenant are still technically <laughs> Okay. with Simon a woman's <laughs> shaving is what he prefers it's part of his fantasy the reason he likes it is a little deeper than what my most guys apparently like it he is a classical artistically related aesthetic okay. I don't know if right. most guys right. do like yeah. it by yeah. the way I think people in porn films seem to like it I don't know if it's necessarily what people want Wait, I love James McAvoy seems to be having a
0: nervous breakdown yeah, yes. he ever- <laughs> he's like
3: maybe people in porn films like it I mean I don't know I mean. not uh, <laughs>
0: Um, so funny! I was gonna say, JJ, uh, our, our researcher, uh, prepares these dossiers uh, weeks, sometimes even months also in advance. Totally of the Also, totally shaved. JJ, yeah. <laughs> hairless, yeah, he's, oh, yeah. hairless, he's like he's naked mole rat. Yeah, uh, like Neo in the Matrix.
2: In the, just, you know, when he wakes up. Yeah, 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 yeah he just yeah. fucking
0: cuts through water, <laughs> no resistance. <laughs> but um, so he was like doing this research months ago, right? And I feel like two full months ago, JJ texts us out of nowhere and he's like, guys, look, I know the trance episode is like 10 away. I just have to send you this right now and send us the general <laughs> the general. Quote. He just had the energy of like, I can't not have someone
3: process have someone.
0: this in real time yeah. with me. I love it. Um, the general.
3: I, what I love is that they're uh, James is clearly grasping for some sense without that, showing his, his own character. preferences. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't you
2: just say, like, me, I like a bush. Now, this freak I'm playing, like, I guess <laughs> he wants to fuck a Greek statue.
0: I don't know what to do. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Um, also, just like the characterization of, like, well, he likes shape. It's pretty deep, actually. It's pretty intellectual. <laughs> right.
3: Deeper than other guys, why they like it? <laughs> I don't Maybe they don't. But Maybe it's they porn. don't. <laughs> the
2: porn they seem to, but I, I don't watch yeah. a lot. Of, but those are movies. Yeah. I have I've seen like, so much porn. I mean, my, I don't right. porn. my, my <laughs>
0: character likes Bukanké, but only because it reminds him of Jackson Pollock. It's actually a pretty <laughs> deep, like heady thing.
2: Now, apparently, this is a Boyle quote. Fassbender indeed was in talks for the Vincent Cassell role, but then apparently insisted that he wanted to play the Rosario Dawson role. No, truly, no. truly, that's what but Danny Boyle says. Okay.
3: After James's cast.
2: Yes, I believe so. I don't.
3: Okay, let me let me know. Interesting. <laughs> okay. I feel like um, the him explaining James McAvoy hitting him has a very di- will have a very different yep. energy. Yep. Then. Yep. Uh, yes, if, if that had,
2: yeah, I think it would have had to. be. I think it's a, yes. also, yeah. and it's <laughs> just
3: like from a fit looking. Obviously, abuse comes in all shapes and forms. Mm-hmm. And from anyone and to anyone, yes. but
2: <laughs> no, go ahead.
3: Michael Fassbender mm-hmm. could be the shit out of James McAvoy.
2: Michael Fassbender's a big, strong man, and James and McAvoy's just a little
3: more shifty, right? right. Yeah. And I just feel, I feel so scared for everyone. And well, yes. Um. Wow. My that's mom. that's wild. What 10, year was this? Two thousand thirteen. We shot two thousand twelve. Yeah. Or finishing or two thousand eleven? Maybe. Yeah. 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 And he was doing Fish Tank came out one two thousand nine two thousand ten Fish Tank. And he also would have had one of these under his belt. It's two thousand nine? Right. He'd
2: done an X Men. He'd probably done Shame. Uh, I mean, obviously, he'd done Glorious Bastards and stuff. But like, yeah. I feel like okay. he was doing a lot of stuff fast, fast. Yeah, you know, right. Like, do you
3: think he? Do you think he and James? Because like, if you look at their decision making at that stage, yeah, they kind of popped at the same time. Yes, like Jean Air and, Jane Eyre and Centurion. Like, yeah, and James was like, Oop. yeah, right. But and then they because... kind of vanish. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, but that's
0: he even some stuff, when but... they got announced. in X Men it was like, oh, they're fucking calling it. These are the two guys, right? You know, this is like the, the generation. Prometheus is the other thing he did. They tried to hypnotize all the cast.
2: They had a hypnotherapist come. Okay. Ooh, who Mac- was susceptible? Uh, McAvoy and Cassell say both say it didn't really work for them. Sadly, Boyle refused. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm a control freak. I don't want to do that. Uh, but Dawson enjoyed it and said that uh, it took her on a journey of self-discovery. Uh, she talked to her uh, absent father. Uh, she did a session with a psychic. I think Rosario Dawson's maybe a little more open sure. as a sure. person spiritually uh-huh. to all kinds of experiences. New York yeah. um, And so that's, you know, that's interesting. Um, they shot it in East London, the movie, just mm-hmm. FYI, where the Olympics are happening, basically. Mm-hmm. This movie has this, like, Docklands aesthetic, which I like, like, London Stocklands are this weird like sort of post-industrial, you know, glass and metal and like kind of feels fake and like I feel like it works in the movie. Yeah, Yeah, I like the the way this movie looks.
3: I love the way the movie looks. Uh, I like the way it's shot too. That's the thing I love about Danny Boyle that I really appreciate about this movie. It's like he'll do shots and you're like, why? What is, how did you think of that?
2: Like, uh, it's Anthony Mantle again, right? It's uh, who he did uh, Slumdog
0: in 127 Hours and, you know, uh, 28 Days Later with. But he does. He does like I think challenge himself to think of interesting ways to shoot things. Yeah. I mean, one t- hundred twenty seven hours is the peak of that, where it's like, mm. oh, I'm challenging myself to specifically make a movie that takes place in a crevice. Yeah, yeah. And keep it cinematic. But there is that thing where it's like, it does feel like he's allergic to just sort of standard coverage. And even if I don't totally understand the intended effect of a shot,
2: yes. I mean, I think I can tell there's thought. They obviously they're <laughs> shooting this on digital,
0: uh, because Boyle's always been very like digital's the
2: future, man. I'm doing it, I'm this is doing Dodd-Mantle, it. It's Dodd
0: Mantle, right? It's
2: Dodd Mantle. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they, sh- they uh, as you might have noticed in the movies, lots of mirrors, lots of reflective mm-hmm. surfaces, glass, lots of double, triple, but there's images. no thematic symbolism there. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
3: Our brains refracted. Through oh. right now, you
2: know? now, can we? Can we even talk through the plot of this movie? Absolutely. I don't know.
1: I kind of need you to because I, I'm gonna be honest. I could not watch this movie. Wait, what do you, you mean? Like
2: your eyes I, just slipped I off. I truly, screen?
1: my phone just kept <laughs>
3: going to my eyes. Like uh-huh. I just couldn't wow. pay attention to this. Do you, mean, movie. you want to hear chronologically or in the order of the film? What happened? Then choose one.
0: Which
1: would you rather? What's gonna be the like least convoluted?
3: Chronologically. Chronologically. Let's do that. Okay. So this is guy name's James McAvoy or something. No, let's call him James McAvoy. Yeah, James McAvoy, and he's a gambling addict, and so he goes to hypnotist. Which he also like, doesn't seem like a degenerate. Like no, McAvoy doesn't. You can read tell he's gambling a gambling addict
2: because he's going all in. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love that. That's also, how he's you also he's also very sweaty in yeah. the like, I, 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 you know, I just had a gambling problem. All in, yeah. and it's like, all right, we get it. He was yeah. all
3: in. And I love just that they have that one little bad bit of him playing poker on his computer at work. And yes. I was like, oh, okay. I thought he was just playing a game. Yeah. And then, of course, he's, gambling he's a gambling addict. addict. He's a gambling addict. He's in, he's in debt. He's like, what am I going to do? I need to stop this. And so he goes to hypnotist. And then they fall in love. And she has a very unethical, inappropriate relationship mm-hmm. with her client. Um, he becomes abusive. And so she starts to hypnotize him to forget her. Because he, he just can't leave her alone. Um, and then she's pissed. Yeah, she wants revenge. Their
2: sessions are ongoing. Yes, Which they add at the
3: end, which is hilarious
2: Even though they are romantically involved yes. and, and so abusing her Even though he has hit her yeah. in the course of their relationship mm-hmm. The sessions are still happening Yeah, And only then she's like So I started to mess with the sessions so he would forget yeah. That 100%. is the most
0: surprising yeah. Yeah. choice In the movie almost Is that when she's like, so then I had to train him to forget me And it's not like she's hypnotizing him in their bedroom yeah. Right, He's in the office, I'm in the
3: office yeah. Of her anyway. practice but that, but That's why in the monologue she, that They add that at the end she says this whole thing and then she's like, we were still doing the session because oh, he yeah. insisted. And I was like, okay, you couldn't say that earlier because then I'd be too busy thinking about how that doesn't make any sense. Yes. But anyway, so she, she trains him or she hypnotizes him to forget him. But then she's pissed. She wants revenge. So she's like, you're going to steal me a painting. I don't know why that needed to happen. In any way, shape, or form, what that would get her, I'm not really sure, but that's her plan. I mean, get a
1: masterwork in your your apartment. That's That's
0: pretty pretty special.
3: Oh, oh, she wanted something to show for the relationship, I guess, or something? Yeah,
0: Yeah. but it does... I mean, the implication at the end is that she was originally wanting the painting for the money, and now she attaches too much emotional value to it and doesn't plan on selling it.
3: Listen, Griffin... It's about the journey.
0: It's about the journey. Ooh. Okay. Thank you. It's about the journey. Okay.
3: And then she she she's supposed to find out where it is, but then he gets hit in the head by Vincent Cassell. And that fucks up everything. And so from that point on, she's also like kind of asked out like everyone else. And so she um she goes and she uh, tries to get it out of his head. He has to have sex with several people for this to happen, um, and shave her badge. And then uh, he remembers everything, tries to kill her and Vincent Cassell. Vincent Cassell does not blow up, even though he's in a very hot car, and he, gets out. Um, he does. Yeah, he survives, which is really right. Fun. But wait, Boy can I tell you my favorite Browns. moment of the movie, mm-hmm. where he's in the water and she goes, "Are you okay?" And he goes, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That's the most honest beat of this entire film." But the, some some other uh,
0: crazy uh, plot points because this movie has a lot of things going on. So it uh, it's not Vincent Cassell. it's the other guy who the the, the drug dealer is how McAvoy gets linked to Cassell. Oh, kid, yeah. Basically says he he realizes okay. he wants to pull this heist. He doesn't know any criminals, <laughs> but he knows a drug dealer so who then refers him to his unsavory French friend, friend yeah. with animalistic sexual energy. And... I mean,
3: that's all he's got, Vincent.
0: Right. And that McAvoy's trance is successful until the point where, because it's an inside job, McAvoy has to play act trying to stop Cassell but McAvoy gets overzealous, zaps no, Caselle. Sees,
3: he sees Cassell about to open the thing.
0: Oh. That's,
3: right. That they reveal okay. at the end, yeah. Okay. Where you probably retired and were like, what's on? The I, there box? are a lot of
0: things to cover. Yeah. <laughs> I've only tranced once at this point. <laughs> um, but but he zaps him, so then Cassell knocks him out, yes. and then that unlodges the thing in his brain, the cage that was keeping the memories. So then when he walks out, he's so enraged. He gets the text from rosario dawson saying bring it to me now but he's becoming unhinged and he's remembering her and then a woman hits him with a car Played tries to help
2: middleton him. the yeah.
0: great tuppence middleton who i love he is then convinced that she is rosario dawson yeah and he's now he's so fucking angry because he remembered that she got angry at him for being an asshole and an abuser that he strangles tuppence middleton to death in the yes. middle
3: of the street in the middle of the day and no one notices
0: just drives her car with her dead body next to him into a parking lot and then shoves her in the trunk along with the rolled up painting. When
3: they open that trunk.
0: That is nasty. Uh, That's horrendous Pretty, pretty good
2: uh, effects, like makeup really effects good, yeah. in this right. film really when Ren needed. Yes. Yeah.
1: She's gotten beetle juiced. Kind yes. Of. I mean, I mean yeah. she juicy. Yeah. She juicy. <laughs> really, no really so smoke. this
0: movie presents it to us that when McAvoy wakes up, They're like, he has amnesia. He genuinely doesn't remember where this thing is. And Cassell's like, we need to get the information out of him without obviously alerting the police what we're trying to find. And we can't kill him. So we have to hire a hypnotherapist to somehow unlock choose this one, and Choose
3: one, and he lets him choose one. she doesn't make sense.
0: Cassell goes, why did you choose her? He goes, I don't know. Which we later find out it's like the Eternal Sunshine. Somehow he's just drawn to her, right. even though the memory is suppressed. What's right? her
1: last name again? She has a kind of Lamb. A last name. Lamb. I yeah. think Dr. it's slow Lam. Horse's. Dr.
0: Yes. Lamb. Right. Slow mm-hmm. Horse is good. But then within oh. the film, we find out that she went to Cassell, because she then... Makes McAvoy think, I want in. I can tell you're in danger. I should be cut in on this. Right. Instead, you find out that she went to Cassell and was like, Here's what you're going to do send him to me. Wait, he has I to think that. that I'm holding. She says this Ooh. thing about like, he needs to think that I've genuinely seized power. He can't think that he's cutting me in. He has to think that I have you guys under my boot, uh-huh. which we can do if you tap a wire to him. And then Wait, I. when does
3: that happen? I totally missed that. He's got a
0: wire tape to his chest and she comes in with the flash card. Oh, no, no. Well, yeah, when we did, know that. No, I don't
3: remember the part where she was like, Vincent's what you have to do.
0: There's the part where you see her because she reads in the newspaper about the robbery and he's like the oh, hero Lord, guard. I don't rewatch this whole then movie Then there's now. a scene, there's a flashback to her taking Vincent Casella out to dinner and she's like, I'm going to act like I'm taking control of this. But you
3: took him out to dinner. Wow, it's, I've been hypnotized by yeah, the film.
0: I'm trying to remember this too. I don't remember. Yeah. And I've, yeah. This is a
1: real movie where you have to like gesture with two hands like this, kind of like. You have to explain it physically.
0: Yeah. Yes. But
2: they are definitely doing a thing where she's like, if we can trigger his jealousy. Right. By, you know, McAvoy's jealousy. Yeah. That will. Put him under my control, but it's this. Where did you and put then the, thing? the hammer?
0: Blows the right shape pussy. What right? Well, of course. <laughs> uh, the the where did you put this thing, which they mask as like your keys. So it keeps on coming back to the car, which they're using as like a substitute object, because mm-hmm. obviously they don't want to say stolen painting. Right. But then you realize, oh, it's it's because he's also suppressed the memory of where he put the dead body.
3: Yeah.
1: It would have been funny if they just went with Goya instead, of, but then he went and got beans like out of a cupboard or something. Yes. You know? Right. Is that would have been then? a funny are joke we sure? moment. Right. What's
3: He's, that? would that have been good? I are said, we sure? Yeah. Is that what it was my question? But you listen, I feel like we all have our gifts. He can't <laughs> unlock where the painting
0: <laughs> is because and Goya, the painting is tied to the suppressed trauma of the crime he committed.
3: Now you're reading into things in a very special way because I don't even know if the movie went that far. They're both in the same trunk and he keeps on talking about the red car. Okay. And the I, car I feel you. are like, you're basically, but see, this is what's funny. It's like, that could have been tracked. I mean, all of it's crazy, but that could yeah. have been tracked also better. Like where oh, it's like, oh, yes. I'm suppressing, I'm suppressing a, a violent act. Not so much. But I think I've killed my lover.
0: I I don't, I read it more as that whatever uh, remnants of her previous uh, uh, hypnotism that worked for him to try to suppress the violent parts of him has already sort of by force forgotten the crime he committed. And because the painting and the dead body are in the same trunk, that's why he can't unlock it. Because they keep on going like, what is the thing holding him back? Is it so that you're he's worried she's
3: also not really sure what the fuck's going on?
0: I that was my read. That, mm-hmm. Because it's like her following him to the car at the end with Cassell, despite knowing he's a homicidal maniac and all the shit. It's like, why would she put herself in danger? And the answer is because it's like there's no other way to crack this. She keeps on saying, like, he can't remember because he's worried that you're gonna kill him after you get the painting. So there's a part of himself protecting himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I read it as like the final piece missing is that like the trauma and the shame is linked to painting because it's all in the same vehicle. I don't know. I mean, it's like one of these things where it's like, I don't know if I'm reading too much into it or I'm missing no, 15 things. No, I think things. it's fine to read
2: that into it, especially yeah. since they make the art so prominent. Mm-hmm. Uh, the painting being stolen is the Goya painting, which is in the air, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, but is of this like blind man walking beneath these like witches who are flying in the air, and I guess there's some sort of, like, thematic man being led by women under their spell kind of thing going on there. Sure.
3: What room was she in at the end? When She's
2: she... in a yellow room now. I was like... I don't know. She sends an iPad video to Vincent Cassell I'm being, sorry, She like, sends
0: an entire iPad that is
2: rich. with an a video. entire
0: iPad.
3: It's got two... She's like Batman or something. It's got two right?
2: things. Like, video and
0: trance. Yes. <laughs> Those are your two options. It's got a video and, goes, an ad- and-
3: Boop, here. Yes. And then touches, I guess, the screen. Like, the
0: icons don't appear over the video.
3: Well, you yeah, know amazing. listen yeah. she she oh, Listen, she's a tech guy. But it's like yeah, right.
0: it's like Mirage from The Incredibles, where it's The
2: like, weird thing, she actually yeah. programmed the iPad while she was shaving her vagina yeah. in that... It, <laughs>
0: awesome. Yeah, yeah, she
3: did it all at the same time. One-handed. Yeah. Yeah. See, so here's another um, thing. I'm, I'm still caught up on this, that she used an electric razor, you just but she waxed in real life. I'm like, at the very least, right. you hear the water turn on. And a, I know. You know? What's funny is that when you hear, <laughs> no, when you hear, Brr, you're like, I get it.
0: He can't show me the vagina on screen. So you have to have a sound effect that allows us to fill in our minds. Like, and then he shows it and you're just like, well, then you could have just had running tap water. Yeah. You could have a tap this water might, with a few, I'm the sorry, sound of it, the, the BIC, the, the it Venus against just the, be
2: the sun. A, maybe run some of this stuff by women next time when you're writing your script yeah. or doing your post. Anyway, look,
0: what if it's You're a doing hot Foley machine?
1: Because those might make uh, a noise. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, like a warm foam
3: like What is that? Device. It makes what? warm it's, foam?
1: Yeah. For you guys shaving? are all looking Keep at saying me like foam. it's crazy. No, no, no. But that, it's truly like... A, you mean beard? rather than like, like a, uh,
3: lather. a classic shaving a hot cream? Lather yeah, sure, we sure, don't sure. do that. We don't put hot lather in other regions to shave. Do you? How
2: do you shave? What is your... Your face. Do you I go know. to look at Clearly, he's got a barber? Heart- I love <laughs> this. Yeah, yeah, I love Do you do a, you know... I just do it with razor? an electric
0: razor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Everyone's lazy. But I days. know that this device exists. Right. right. Can we look up who's sponsoring this episode? Because if it isn't Manscaped, we should get them <laughs> in on Yeah, online. we actually... actually we should actually call. try to actually,
2: reorganize sure. the order. And I can't wait to send that email, because right now it's only Indeed, uh, the job hiring
0: Okay, guys. yeah. Let's send them and say, like, we really think Manscaped would get a huge bump from this episode. Uh... No, anyway, no this she sends, It should be, it should be she, she should go, hold on one second, back in a moment. She closes the door, and then you just hear her go,
3: ouch, ouch, ouch. Ooh. <laughs> or she uses Nair and she says chemical burns. Yeah. Afterwards. And then she walks out and right. she's sort of like a kind of Ew, sore.
2: of a little bit of a right bit of a little bit of a little bit of a all right, bit all right,
0: all right. All right.
2: <laughs> She sends a video and she's a like, nice painting, a right? have it hanging on my wall now. Yeah. yeah. You can come find me if I you want. I thought I would find this
0: traumatic. I hope
3: No, I hope you do. Yeah. Or right. you can forget everything. But I also
0: don't, I don't, <laughs> I won't judge you if you won't forget that you ever knew me. But I maybe so, in love with you. Press trans button right. But I've yes, chosen right. to not sell this painting for a hundred million dollars because it reminds me of you, and I guess I'm just corny that way. Sure. So That's I don't know. Stolen art. If I mean, you want to meet me, you know yeah. where I am in the yellow room. If not, hit the button. and we'll Wipe your brain to factory reset.
3: I just I felt meanwhile so McAvoy confused. dead dead. Yeah. yeah. In the in the waters water water in England. Yeah. The waters of England. Yeah, I was like, oh, he just... <laughs> Those English waters. She it
0: trucks him into the water.
3: Yeah, into the waters, yeah.
0: That's such a wild, like, Mad Max move of... To save Mr. Cassell's life. <laughs> Cassell's just, like, engulfed in flames <laughs> trying to escape, and she just leaves, uh, and you're like, what's going on? Sorry. Oh, she's going to get, like, a forklift mm-hmm. to push the car into the water in the hopes that Cassell's able to escape in time.
3: Yeah, because the fucking car, like, what if he just was tra- like, tra- like, yeah,
0: you know, yeah, look, oh, he's he all almost freaks it out. Yeah,
3: yes, yes.
0: There's
2: something going on in this movie. There, there's sure stuff going on. on. I oh, have so man. much fun watching. Someone gets shot
1: in the dick. Oh, yeah. That is oh, true. Yes. Real. It's, it's um, like real.
2: Rebel Cup style. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, isn't it? It's Danny Sapani gets shot yeah, in the dick, right? Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's RP kind stuff. of, I mean, It's. Yeah, I guess it's in that uh, <laughs> theater of the mind sequence. But when McAvoy uh, shoots the guys head. through the shadows yeah. of the glass. Oh, yeah, that is. That's yeah, a cool yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Yes. And no, the violence
2: the c- in this movie in general is fun and lurid. Like,
0: I yes. like the violence in this yes. movie. Yes. And that effect is so good and so simple on uh, Cassell missing the top half of his head being blown off. Yeah. I believe they just shot a prosthetic and shot a plate of him and then combined the two. Nice. But like the, the brain no, that, guts. The CG. I think it's a. a I, I remember seeing some VFX breakdown mm. where that was a physical thing that was built. Oh, they scan so, it and they booped
3: on. Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah. And boop is the technical term. Yes. They I, booped I, it. Okay. I yeah. got
3: Sean Bobbitt saying boop, though.
2: So. You got him. You, got you're boop. like, can you boop, boop this? Is coming over. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, right? just
3: boop it here. Let me just boop, boop, boop We need boop, boop, to boop, boop, boop Miss Marvel yeah. right now. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, I just, I, I,
3: I, you love it, just don't, don't deny it. I don't dislike
2: it. it. I, I, I think this movie is fun. I, I do, I do think the fair critique is is like, I don't, I, I don't know if I can, if I can reach deep for you on like what this is about.
0: No,
3: I wonder if, you know, if I had just done the Olympics, keep thinking Oscars Olympics opening ceremony, and I just wanted to like make a movie, like, I could see myself getting taken in by like a,
0: you
2: yeah. mean like if you just done this super serious thing and it's like yeah, all right, it to take yeah,
3: hours and you're yeah. like, yeah,
0: well that's sort know. of like right that that theory that like uh, every movie is a director's response to the previous film in some way. They're either following what worked for them or, or trying to go in the opposite direction of that. And it's like this is him simultaneous with the Olympics, which is so much pressure and such a thing that is bigger than any one movie could ever be. Uh, I do. I do think there's an interesting thought to this being like a psychological split for him, where he's like, "I need a a, a trash can to exercise all of this, so none of this is in my system when I'm working with the Queen." Yes,
3: right. right. <laughs> it's a spit bucket. Yeah. What? Totally. What did he do bucket. after this again?
0: After this movie, he makes
2: Steve Jobs, which, which obviously, obviously him he's, sort of
0: going back to a safer
3: zone. Yeah. But also, yeah.
2: he's jumping into, and we'll talk about that movie plenty. Yeah. But like, he's jumping into a Fincher project.
0: Yes. Is,
2: you know, with a script that's written and all that. You know, like, so, like, you know, that's not an entirely boil generated project. And then after that, he does Trainspotting too, which is a little more the sort of, like...
3: That came out during the pandemic.
2: No, it didn't. It came out in 2017, and just no one remembers that it Memory exists. Memory uh, And then he did Yesterday. Did it come... A-
3: oh, what?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then since then, he has done a uh, television miniseries, and he has not oh, done trust. another movie. Trust Two and FXers.
0: Pistol. Pistol.
2: Yeah about the Sex Pistols.
0: That show was fun. Oh, yeah. I watched there it. There you go. Ben enjoyed it. Yeah, my mom loved it. All right. She said it was the best TV show she's ever seen. Ever?
3: I was surprised. Okay. Yeah. When I saw Matilda, the musical in theaters, I turned to my friend and I said, this is the best movie I've ever seen.
2: I That <laughs> I, movie I cried, like, times. Oh That my movie God. is fantastic. Oh my God.
3: Those
2: little I, I, That is one of the strangest things that's ever happened. It's so good. Is Netflix like being like, I guess we made this. And you're like, you um, this is us.
3: fantastic. We- I'm what? so mad at Netflix for their general attitude about the amazing shit that comes on the yeah. platform. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, like, come on, you can't do everything the same.
2: Right. Um, but, yeah, uh, we can't
3: talk about this. Wait, no, fact, can. can I ask a question? Yes. Anything. <laughs> in the scene where he's in the hospital and a white doctor shows up with all of his Asian, like, students or like, yeah. residents or whatever the fuck they're called. What the fuck was that commentary? like, did you remember this? I, I yeah. do.
2: It's a sequence where he's like, right, you ready to get out of the yeah. hospital? And James McAvoy's like, huh? And he's like, you know what? What's your name? And he's like, I don't know, James McAvoy. And he's like, you seem good. Yeah. See you later. Let's all right. Kids. And his students follow on behind him. I don't know and if there's... And they're all Asian. Yeah, well, obviously, there are yes. many, many, many Asian doctors in Britain, but I don't know if that's but supposed to be a commentary on anything. Like, is this, like anything a, this or? Is the
3: future? You better fund the NHS like, and, and allow immigration? Or was Possibly. it like, LOL, why are there so many Asians? I, 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 I was like, I'm confused. I, 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 don't, I, don't I don't know. I'm scared. This
0: was another thing I was confused by, and maybe I shouldn't be looking for answers here, but like when the movie, the order in which things are presented to us in the movie, right? They first want us to make the jump that it's like Cassell knocks him out. He's lying on the floor, bleeding out. And then the next thing that happens, he wakes up in the hospital. And they're like, Congratulations, we kept you alive. Do you remember anything? But then the movie later fills in. No, Cassell knocks him out. He gets up off the floor. He runs out into the street. He gets the text message. He gets hit by the car. He gets in the car. He chokes a woman. He drives the car to a parking lot. He leaves it there. And then at what point is he found? Does he end up in the hospital?
3: At what point does he actually get amnesia? Right. Yeah,
0: I'm like, when does his actions stop? Choking
3: her, and while he's choking her, he's sort of like, I'm sort of
0: starting to forget what the deal well, then is. To
2: drive the car, puts her car in the, tr- does in like, the trunk. Does he like? Does he
0: then walk to the hospital from I the parking know. lot and go like, Hey, I can't remember anything. Yeah. He might be hungry.
1: I mean, he's had he's had a day so far. Maybe he stops, to gets, and gets a bite. Yeah, no, no, you're right. You
2: know, he actually yeah, he goes uh, to Chicky Burger King. Right, he gets a Cheeky Nando. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a Cheeky <laughs> eats
1: it. Yeah, he tips. Yeah, you know, which you don't do normally, typically, right? No, not
2: really, and like. 12 percent they am Yeah 10-12% And then like he He walks to I, you know, I remember My little pound coin As a tip thinking I was oh, such a grown up oh, really. When I was like 14 years old um And uh, then yeah He maybe does some shopping okay. Right yeah. Right Yeah A few weeks
0: pass
3: <laughs> I mean But the thing is Like anything could happen And then he's like, and he's could like, like I'm an entirely I mean, Compost I mean, mentis It's
0: here. like the Jay Leno interview I'm obsessed with Did you watch that thing? Which one? I sent it, I sent it to you and the and the Doughboys because we were right. half of our conversations and our te- group texts are about Jay Leno. Jay Leno. But Jay Leno had the horrible accident recently where one of his classic cars caught on fire and he caught on fire, right? <laughs> and did Wait, he really? Oh yeah, yes. Ben, he went ben. in flame he went ben, up in flame? Ben, this is what's crazy about it, okay? If uh-huh. I can talk about this for a second. Sure. And this is very important time. and on no, top. we're almost done. Oh, right? Okay, okay yes. good. Yes. Um, he uh, didn't do an interview for, like, two months, right? And then oh. went on uh, the Today Show. Uh, and his interview with Gail King, uh, she came to his garage, right? He's got his huge Jay Leno garage, the infamous garage, the titular garage, right? He was underneath one of his cars that looked like the car that Goofy rides. I'm sorry.
3: He, the beginning of the interview is him underneath one of his cars and no, slides no, out. No, no, this is the
0: story of oh, what okay. happened. But he's <laughs> still in the garage and the car's yeah. still there, right? He was underneath the car working on it and there was some faulty thing and, like, a fireball exploded. His friend, who seems to be, like, the guy he hires to help him with the cars all uh-huh. the time, uh-huh. he uh-huh. goes, like, hey, like, can you get me out from under here? I'm on fire. And he's like, oh, Jay, what a cut-up. Making these jokes about being on fire because of his tone of voice did not seem to have any urgency in it. Right, uh, he wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm right. on fire! So he rolls Jay out and Jay is engulfed in flames. <laughs> <laughs> and he asks... Gil King asked the friend, she was like, how was it? And he was like, really bad. Really, I cannot tell you how disturbing it was. And Jay is like, Meh, well, you know, okay. eh, things happen. No, no one should feel bad for me. I've had a good life. And then she's like, Jay, wasn't it scary? And he's like, no, nah, you know, I don't, I don't And he's like, so then what happened? He was like, I hugged Jay. I patted him down. I tried to engulf the flames. Then he ran to the bathroom and he came out and his flesh was falling off his face, oh, wow. right? And she was like, so what did you do next, Jay? And he was like, well, I drove home. He was like, what do you mean you drove home? You didn't call an ambulance? He was like, no, I didn't want to be a bother. It's like, what? And he's like, well, my wife, okay? she doesn't drive, and I, you know, I, I didn't want to pick up a car. His I, wife doesn't
1: drive? Yes. We are married to Jay Leto. So I was like, I just, I do, he have like a chauffeur? I guess you don't need something? to. I drove myself home. Yeah, and it's like,
0: work? with flesh falling off of you? And then he got home, and his wife was like, what the fuck happened? I mean, I like caught on fire.
3: What did he look like <laughs> in the interview? Did he have like bandages and stuff? He's got extensive reconstruction. You know,
0: like, you know, yeah, the, skin graphing. I mean, he looks so okay. He looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he
3: was like, his wife was like, why aren't you in the hospital? He
0: said, I didn't want to, I didn't want you worry about me. I didn't want to bother. She had to, like, talk him into going to the hospital That's the next crazy. morning. And then he got to the hospital, and they were like, you should have come here immediately. Well, I didn't want to be anyone's problem. And then he spent, like, two months in, like, a sensory deprivation tank, and they were, like, reconstructing an ear from his back flesh and everything. Oh, my God. But there was just no urgency to this whatsoever. And Gail King was like, why do you keep making jokes about this? He said, eh, no one wants to hear me be serious. And she's like, Jay, you almost died. He's like, eh, nah, no, it's fine. And then he takes out a copy of the National Enquirer and is like, look at these weird headlines they did about me. Jay Leno caught in flames. I mean, that's ridiculous, right? And she was like, no, it doesn't sound ridiculous. It sounds like you caught on fire.
3: Well, yeah, I don't know. I do enjoy this. it makes also... me concerned for his mental... <laughs> I mean, don't know. It doesn't want to be a bother. Anyway, it reminded me wow. of James
0: McAvoy in this who just keeps on doing more things after mm-hmm. getting injured.
3: I felt like this movie was um, like a party. Your friend won't let you leave. Just keeps going and going. You're like, What's nah, and You're like, "What's going to happen?" You're like, "I got to go." And he's like, no, "No, I got one more thing to show yeah, you." Yeah, yeah, and it's, you're like, it's, "Oh my god!" Yeah. And eventually, someone's dead. And
0: and you're like trying to tell him, like, "I have to go to the bathroom." <laughs> right. You're pointing at the bathroom. <laughs> you're like adju- you're re angling over to right, the right. You're doing yeah. the thing where you kind of like in the you're like yeah. anyway yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah
2: you're moving your whole body yes. towards yes. it right yes. yeah. um look, it's a
0: relentless film
2: I like it I think it's pretty fun but yeah, I don't think it's one of his better films no
0: it's not but you know uh. You know, you compare this to uh, Yesterday, mm. this feels thoroughly like a Danny Boyle movie. Yeah, and he's it's trying got, a yeah, lot yeah, of yesterday
3: things. Yesterday was very... not. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't really... That's Hamish Patel is, like, big...
0: Mm-hmm. Freak, right? and and he's a handsome
2: boy. I got I no beef him. with him. I like him. Yeah, but I was watching like,
3: Station Eleven, and he's so good in it. But,
2: like, Yesterday is maudlin and kind of unenergetic. Like, the whole thing with Boyle, is, I'm like, the guy at least always has pizzazz. Like, yeah. Even if maybe I don't love the material, well, and in
0: and like you know, Steve Jobs is boiled doing Sorkin, like Master there's piece. another major yeah, off there. What did yeah, I, it, I say? It's
2: a masterpiece. You know, <laughs>
3: it's a
0: masterpiece. I like to see
3: jobs a lot too, actually. It yes.
0: feels like a Boyle movie, whereas yesterday you're like, this is Danny Boyle directing a Richard Curtis film. Mm.
3: Like that's a Richard Curtis sort script, of, right? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, okay. And it's
0: and so, like that's the franchise he's serving.
3: Why? Why did he? Did he talk about? Why? I mean, I guess you'll talk he about. he this it. Is, he
2: said he made it as a tribute to teachers. I've never understood that teachers? comment. I'm no, obsessed isn't with that there that
0: also that quote is we read where he was like obsessed with Notting Hill and was just sort of like, I want to make one of these at some point. He has
2: right. He has long been like, wow, rom coms. Like, I've, you know, those things are crazy. I love them. Like, yeah. I can't imagine how you make one of those. And then he did yesterday, and you're like, it's not your strong suit, I suppose. Yeah, I guess so, you, you know. also couldn't imagine right. how to make um, one of those. What's he going to
3: do next?
2: Tell me. I don't know, and I would
0: love him to make another I mean, movie. the couple, Miss Saigon yeah, gets talked about. The Methuselah action movie with Michael B. Jordan. Yes, that has long been gestating, but yeah. No. These are the couple things he's been, like, actively still talking about. Right. Obviously, he came very close to doing The Last James Bond. Right. Which was that sort of, like
2: yeah. ate up a lot of his life yeah. right? and then because he, he
0: redeveloped I mean he developed the whole script yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that took him out of the loop for like a year and a half to years and then he's just been yeah. doing these you know fucking
2: FX shows and it's like you know whatever anyway yeah. we'll talk more about it but well I guess yeah I mean at this point in the podcast well there's still three films to discuss yeah but it's yeah. starting to we are starting to get to the Danny what are we gonna do you know phase are you, you finding
3: any appreciation for him as you do this there I've is.
0: always liked them. I don't know if I find a, a, a new appreciation, but I am enjoying watching all of them.
3: But I, there is this part no, of A him,
0: movie
2: like this, though, I'm like, look, if something like this came out right now, would it go over great? Probably not. No. But, like, there is just the sort of, like, energetic erotic thriller thing is just sort of enough if, to if make it. If A24 a, you
0: know, this released this tomorrow mm-hmm. on a thousand screens, mm-hmm. there would at least be Energetic debate around it. Whereas it would at least get a response like men, where people who hated it were like, I really want to dig into this, Mm. rather than trans, where just felt people being like, fuck this movie.
2: Oh, right, right, yeah. The other thing is 28 months. Or years later is the other thing they keep saying. Those are
0: the three he kind of keeps
2: talking about. Yeah, because Killian Murphy is hotter than ever. Right, and they supposedly have an idea. That's certainly right. (laughs)
3: Yeah,
2: he's uh, he's, my.
3: I I was making a joke to my friend, and I was like, "My sexuality is Killian Murphy screaming Selena in the stairwell in Twenty Days Later when he's running from zombies." I'm like, "That's what I need in my list." So So beautiful, Amanda screaming my name, (laughs) Selena in the stairwell. It
0: is. you know I'm not going to say this. He's just unbelievably beautiful. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it watching that film again. It's just like he he looks like a a precious moment stall with piercing <laughs> eyes. And a yes. Skrillex haircut. And a
3: Skrillex haircut. <laughs> uh I don't know any. do you have do you have general Danny Bull thoughts? I love him. I think he's a genius. I think yeah. he's, I just, I love I'm a, like a little jealous of directors who are like huge stylists like cuz yeah. I yes. find it so one, it just takes so much longer to shoot movies like that. Yes. And you have to be so... I just... I don't know. It just... There are so many movies now. And they all sort of are the same. And they, and they all follow the, the same fucking... Yeah. You know, sort of like... Hero's journey. And they all sort of are shot the same. It's just like... Here's a medium close-up. Oh, we're going to start with a lie. And then... We're, wait. Establish this location. You know, it's just all like... yeah. And with him, you always know you're going to get something that's special and feels unique and it feels like him and it feels like an actual point of view and a real person's like, or a person's real demented brain. And I think that's special and I I love filmmakers like that. Yeah, I mean, look,
0: you asked if they're gaining a new appreciation for him. I think my appreciation of him was really high to begin with. The thing I've thought about a lot while going through this career is... uh, just that it feels like it is impossible to make this career happen now. Right. You know?
3: and, and would be on streaming, for sure. Right,
0: right. And beyond that, that it's like, even Danny Boyle, at certain point, it feels like it started to run dry, and it's like, why'd he make... I remember asking you when the yesterday trailer came out, David. I was like, why is Danny Boyle directing this? And you were like, because he wants to make a movie. That was my guess. And it is certainly. so limited in terms of what movies you can actually get greenlit but at a certain People know what the Beatles are. Anymore. right. Like, but Beatles is well? a brand name. Yeah. It was I, a, they, You know what?
2: Actually, it did do well. It, right. it did yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. did
0: well. And it's like, that's one of those things where you go like, well, you know what? His 2010s box office run was kind of rough post-Slumdog. He never had another, like, undeniable hit. Right. If yesterday is what it takes to get him out of movie jail, then, like, I'm excited to see what he does next. And he has not been able to get another movie off the ground. It, you know? yeah I also
3: yeah. feel like Slumdog coming, like... Looking at his filmography before, like Slumdog is the aberration.
0: David like, has made this point, which is okay. like Slumdog feels like him winning Best Picture almost by accident. Right. Yeah,
3: but, it, like, but that it's makes... so deserved because he, he has the right. mind of someone who like does make a movie that is the Best Picture.
0: But it's, it's odd that that film was such a big hit, that it was such a runaway Oscar favorite, that suddenly the narrative became like, well, Danny Boyle, of course, is overdue when he was like never an oscar filmmaker. He always felt like this edgy kind of like outsider. Um, I don't know. It's like, yeah, I want to, I want him to just still be able to run through different genre exercises now. And it, you just feel like the options are getting more and more limited where it's like, you know, I like the fact that he walked away from Bond, that he felt like, right. I'm not going to, uh, they're I'm not going to just like, get I had a hammered specific movie I want to yeah. make and yeah. it feels like that's slipping away from me and I'm going to step away now. Is like, at that point in his career, sure, he doesn't need to do this for two years if it's not going to be the movie he wants to make. But also, it felt like he knew Bond might be one of the only ways I get to work on this scale anymore. Yes. A Richard Curtis script and having the Beatles music is one of the only ways I get to work on this scale anymore. Like, it still feels like he's looking for the things. Let's play the box office game. Let's play the box office game. We're doing the wide weekend,
2: not the okay. limited, because we've done the limited weekend. Okay. Relatively recently,
0: so this movie went
2: wide, Mm -hmm. 500 screens, Uh, on April twelfth, 2013.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. uh, It's total gross in England, in America, two point three million dollars.
3: So it didn't really. It it just the movie barely came out here. Yeah.
2: Wow. Uh, It actually did okay internationally. Made 20 internationally, so made 22 worldwide. I don't know how much it cost, but I can't imagine it cost about 20. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Number one this week, Griffin is a biopic.
0: 2013.
2: hmm It's not... Uh, is it 42? It's 42. I would wanted to see if you could get it just from biopic. Yeah. Sports yeah. biopic.
0: Well, I just remember it, that was a big hit. It
2: was. Big hit. It's opening number one. It's going to yeah. make $100 million. Can
3: I ask you a question about that movie?
2: I've never
0: seen it.
3: I saw it. Um, there's a scene where Jackie Robinson gets on the, the, the train, and the little black boy is like, wow. And then the train leaves, and then the, the little boy puts his ear to the, the track, and we hold on it, and then he looks at his mother or whoever he's with, and she's he goes, "I can still hear him." What? Exactly. I was like, "What?" And then it cuts the next scene. I was like, so confused. <laughs> anyway, that's my that's all I remember I've seen that, that film.
2: film. I don't remember that <laughs> yeah. moment.
3: I was so befuddled. Anyway, I continue. I just
2: remember that film. You know, obviously, it was one of those things where it was like, "Why has there never been this movie? Like, right. why has it never happened?" Spike Lee wants to make it. Blah, one. Yeah. You know, like, and then it's like it's finally happening. Brian Helgeland is making it. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, he's the guy who wrote L.A. Confidential
0: and directed Payback, the Mel Gibson movie. Oh, great! And- no, Ron
2: Howard directed Payback.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, Ron, Ron Howard directed Rans- Ransom, of course. Sorry, he did Hedgeland Payback. did did a Knight's Tale as well. Knight's Tale, which is good, oh, right? I which is good. not the
3: obvious person.
0: And the to order, Direct Forty Two.
3: But that, again, that was the time he t- wrote and is what they were doing it. at the time. Yeah.
2: and yeah. I just remember being one of those movies where you're like, yeah, this feels like straight out of the History Channel or whatever. It's like totally fine, right? Everyone is very like respectful.
0: Yeah, the you X know. Factor was Chadwick and everyone being like, "Oh, this guy's a genuine find. He's really he good there? in it." But it's yeah. that
2: it was the whole thing with him was that the um, you know, the James Brown movies where you were like, "Oh, he can do like something entirely different as well."
3: And he can also play Thurgood Marshall. Like I remember that was yeah. when I was like, "Is he going to play every iconic?" That black was the, that was, yeah. the and the one answer was where, yes. And yes. then I'll play a fictional one, right? Yes. <laughs> and then
0: that will become more iconic. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's fine. For,
3: Who's yeah. the white guy in that? Is it Kevin Harrison or Ford. is it Harrison? Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, Number two at the box office
0: is a comedy
2: sequel
3: New new this
0: week It's not Dumb and Dumber 2, is it? No, Comedy sequel It's not Horrible Bosses 2?
2: No It's a Uh, 2? It's in the spoof world, it is not a 2
0: It's not a 2 Yeah Is it Scary Movie 5? It's Scary Movie 5 Wow That's the Black Uh, Swan one? If you'd say I so. Wait,
3: so. I'm obsessed with the fact that they finally got around to, like, critically acclaimed yeah. <laughs> non-horror movies. Yeah,
0: it's more like Oscar bait movie. <laughs> That's no, funny. seriously. That's Malcolm D. Lee. It's Malcolm D. Lee, right. Okay. And I think Black Swan is the main spine of the movie with Ashley Tisdale playing the Natalie Portman. Apparently oh. there's also Paranormal Activity. Oh, sure. Uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Glad they skewered
2: that so movie. So scary. <laughs> um, Inception they the most terrifying movie they uh, haunted his brain um, yeah I don't know <laughs> his dream.
3: with machine guns I love how it was like this is really intense and metaphysical and metaphorical but it's still guns big ass guns in mode of, yeah. you know dramatic thrust
2: uh, number three at the box office mm-hmm. Uh, is an animated film
0: animated film 2013
2: uh, okay, a sequel years later it was a oh, big hit The Croods it's The Croods yeah um, Nothing to say about the crudes. I saw him. <laughs> Uh Number four is a action sequel. Mm-hmm. Is it a two? Yes.
0: You hesitated. Well, it doesn't have the word two in the okay, title. Okay, but it but is it a is sequel. It is the second film. It is the second film. Does it have a subtitle? Yeah, of course it does. Legacy, Resurrection. It's an R, not Resurrection. <laughs> Rebirth. <Reaper. laughs> No redemption. No. Uh, I feel like if I can get the subtitle, I can reverse <laughs> engineer the answer. Uh, Revolution. No revelation. No resurrection. I no. guess that already. Did that one already. I think uh, redemption. No returns. No good guess. Closer. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Direct me on the R word. Angry. Revenge. Rage.
2: Close. Revenge. Revenge is close. Re-
0: re- not redemption. Revenge. It's
2: basically retribution, means even closer. Ooh. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> look,
3: um,
0: um, retribution, redemption, revenge, rage. David's gripping. He's you're just so close with retribution. Fr- what am I not thinking of? I this movie
2: that you've definitely seen. I've definitely Is seen it, good? it. No, okay, great. <laughs> it's
0: not good, and I've definitely seen it.
3: Yeah. What was the genre you said? Because again? I
0: talk about Action. it because you think that lowly of me. You know, I've definitely seen it. Because you like toys. Oh, oh, it's uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation. Retaliation. Oh, okay. Which is bad, correct? Yeah, it's not good. You can't defend. No, anymore. it's got some good stuff in it. It's not good. Yeah,
2: uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation in its third weekend, uh, number five at the box office. The movie that was opened last week at number one. That's why we can do last week.
1: Okay,
0: horror we've remake. covered it. It's a horror remake, and we've covered it? Mm-hmm. On the Patreon. We've covered it on the Patreon. Part of a franchise, we've covered on the Patreon. Oh, I, have, I have a
3: guess, but I want you, you to is your What's thing. your guess? The Thing?
2: No, but mm. very similar to The Thing remake. Mm. In, in that it's... Why are you remaking a masterpiece?
3: Yeah.
2: Sure. Oh, no,
3: not this one. <laughs> uh, they do
2: a better job than The Thing remake, in my opinion.
3: The thing about the thing remake while you're thinking, Griffin, yeah, is that Evil sh- Dead? They did the best version of that. Yeah, did you say little bit Evil Dead, it's Evil Dead, Evil. Oh, Dead. but that's good. It is good. I think it's great for the Fede Everest. Yeah, yes, finish. Yes, yes. Finish. Shit. Uh, uh, what were you yeah. saying? Sorry.
2: About what was I talking? Uh, about? The thing like why would you remake? <laughs> the oh, thing? But I think
3: what they did was actually the best version of it because it, <laughs> yes. it was like, is, a remake. It was like this is where the right. dog comes from. Right. But giving it the same. thrill to know about
0: title confused. I
3: know. It should have been called the the dog.
0: Yeah, it should been called the dog.
3: It should have been called the, we'll f- the German Shepherd. Uh, yeah. But
2: yes, Fede Alvarez is Evil Dead, which is, as we said on the podcast, pretty
0: crunchy fun. Pretty crunchy fun. Yeah. Says David Sims of the Atlantic. Uh, uh, I, I think know. Evil Dead Rise looks fun too.
3: Me? Oh, mm, no. no. No, I think it looks great, but it looks like a retread of the Evil Dead, and that, that makes me concerned. But
0: they're in a high rise. Are they? Different place, yeah. Ooh, apartment fun. building. Okay, different, different yeah. yeah, you know what I like about the trailer, too?
3: Can you imagine living next to where that's happening?
0: <laughs> it sounds Can like you keep the fucking it down. our studio today. It sounds like someone's yeah, uh, next door is doing an evil death. No, I like in the trailer that the Deadites are like fucking with her.
3: Right. Like they have the, the annoying, classic. like,
0: taunting quality of the Sam Raimi Deadites. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, mm-hmm, yeah. Like, I like that the Deadites are assholes in the right. Raimi Who's movie. This? Who is it? I think it's a uh, Fede Alvarez type upstart. Lee Cronin, uh-huh. uh
2: huh, who appears to be a guy, okay, made a movie called The Hole in the Ground. Mm-hmm. It's like an Irish horror movie. Okay,
3: mm. so much Irish horror. I yeah.
2: mean, it's a scary place. Uh, you've also got the Jurassic Park remake. I mean, re-release three D. Okay. Uh, you've got Olympus Has Fallen. Mm-hmm. You've got Oz the Great and Powerful. Same oh. Sam Raimi. One you've of the got cuts.
0: Tyler Perry's Temptation. Don't remember that one. That's his wildest movie. I was that argue. the one with Kim is- Kardashian. That, yes, Kim Kardashian, Taraji. Yes, Confessions of a Marriage Counselor. Right? Yes. yes, uh, Brandy. Uh, yes, Brandy's in it. That movie has uh, one of the wilder twists. It's not Taraji, that's a different
3: one. Oh, 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 it's Journey Smollett.
0: Uh, Journey Smollett, Bell. Yes.
3: acrimony is the craziest movie I haven't right. finished watching, right?
0: I confuse acrimony and temptation, but temptation's the one that is. Bananas. Really? Temptation is almost trance-level insanity. Um, oh, wow. In its twists and turns. Number 10 at the box office. Mm-hmm. The Place Beyond the Pines. What week? Uh,
2: in its third week.
0: So it was wow. up to what? 275 million domestic?
2: Got dumped in March. <laughs> yeah. If you remember, that was a TIFF movie, but yeah. then it got dumped in
0: March. Yeah. With two... It- Really interesting stars. movie. I like, I like yeah. that movie a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, a it perfect example a of art. Yes. Yes. When right. that came out I was like, oh, a little disappointing. And now I'm like, what I would give for a place beyond the pines. Right.
3: It's a dark no. time. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a really It's a dark time. No, cinema's uh, on the up. On the way up. What yeah. is cinema? Cinema's okay. going back up. Like yeah,
0: Maverick and so. his famous Top Gun jet. Oh.
3: Don't like Maverick? I loved watching all those action scenes in Maverick. Yeah. And also...
2: The sex scene with Jennifer Connelly. We're not even talking found about to about that because that was
3: the most s- 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 sickening thing I've ever seen. Actually, that no, wasn't even sickening. It was just her lowering onto a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Dracula. But, like, but it's like that whole thing. I think it's smart that like, they're like, we,
0: no one wants to watch Tom Cruise do this. I don't, just wanna, cut I don't to think the, he wants to watch it either. No, cut that. to him I'm, talking I'm, to her. You exactly. It? And it's yeah. T- yeah.
3: still in his t-shirt. I'm yeah, like, you look good. Just take off their shirt. Anyway, I was like, I enjoyed it so much. It was the first movie in a while that actually like got my heart racing got yes. my, you know which, is, which I think is why everyone's like best picture but I also was like there's all this diversity in the movie but the entire movie is everyone being like look at that white man go yep yeah. it's like Undeniable. a shrine him. to white like masculinity it's yes. like well, yes everyone's like thank god they're back he's back and I'm like finally this is crazy <laughs> but I was like, yes. Top Gun you know? Maverick
2: is one of those movies where you just cannot sit down and think about no. it too much. No, no.
0: But the first yeah. Top Gun's the exact same way. Well, that's oh, true. yeah, which yeah. is
3: why no one's watches since the eighties. But um, yeah, just I'm like, this is dark sided, but I loved it. It's effective. Yeah, it's
0: like undeniably effective. It's a like new
3: indie movie which I can't wait to see. But my friend was like, he was like, I'm out. I can't. I can't. I can't deal with this. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, we let this white man whip people for <laughs> for decades. And I was like. I was like, but he's never whipped any black people. He's like, he whipped Arabs in, in, the, in the first movie. And I was like, you have some, you make some good points. I haven't thought like, about that. I'll be first in line to watch the film. And I was like, so will I. And yep. I was just like, it just, you know, it's really. The Dial of Destiny. I think yeah. it looks fun. It doesn't. Oh, fun. I mean, James Mangold's going to fucking kill it. Yeah. 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 yeah
0: and David, you, you and I were both agreeing like, it not being directed by Spielberg helps take a lot of Pressures pressure off of it. 100%. Pressure's yeah. off. Yeah. In a way well, where it's yeah. like, I can just, I just want this to be enjoyable.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think it's going um, to be a great summer for movies, including your movie, else, Nia.
3: I was like, what else is coming out? Yeah. So, Marvel's. Um, yeah. I'm literally shooting while that comes out, so I'm not even going to be, like, You're present. making The Water Dancer. Is no, I'm making uh, an adaptation of Hedda Gobbler, this oh, right. Norwegian play from... Uh, yeah, Virginia. no, I know Hedda Gobbler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah, cool. Um, w- but it's, like, kind of hookier and crazier and sexier, speaking of sex sex and movies. Yeah. Um, Who's in
2: it? Uh, or is it a secret?
3: I-, I don't know if I can announce it Okay, don't announce it anything. Yet. Don't get in trouble. I'll Jesus. Find. Find um. You to bleep it all out. Yeah. But it's uh playing Hedda. Cool, cool. And um, um playing Loveborg. Excuse Ooh. me. I know. I know. Ooh. Um and then Thea is being played by I don't know if her deal's done, but whatever. And then we
0: definitely are bleeping this. Yeah, we're, so. we're bleeping all oh, of it. Oh no, myself. of
3: course. No, but, but just it'll be bleep fun the names. To have it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Keep that, all the surrounding talk. And then Well, again, deal needs deal pending is sure. playing the judge. And then we're trying to get <gasps> who wants cool. to do it, but he's who would be married and has like like a sex scene with her. So, and okay, yeah. so no, sorry, I was just, you want the names to be
1: bleeped out, Actors but days. I feel like all of this other information is gonna potentially be I no, don't know, I think keep all tricky. I think
0: i mean look, no, actually, it's
3: just deals. No, it, there's no identifying information,
0: yeah. I, I, I and, and Ben, once again, with what I'm about to say, bleep out the name in question. I was going through my phone recently and trying to delete like duplicate contacts or people where I'm just like, why do I have this number saved? This was like a taxi driver. I'm never going to call this again. Whatever. Right. I found I had email. I have never met her. I don't understand why I would. I was like going back
2: talking about her.
0: Well, sure. (laughs) So she's just in your address book. But I was like going back through and I was like, was I on some group email with her? Did I do like a reading with her 15 years yeah. ago that I didn't realize? Yeah. I want to just show this email to you and see if it is correct or if I have saved someone else under oh. her name. I'm confused by it.
3: I don't, I don't have her email address. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Then,
0: then maybe. Hmm. It's a first name dot last
2: name at gmail.com. Well, sure.
3: That's,
2: no, it was yeah. a weird one. Okay. Yeah. At me. Yes, that was the weird part. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. But So you're shooting that when Marvel's comes out this summer. Yeah. That's cool.
3: Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, which I cannot wait for. And then, and then yeah.
0: And Marvel's is going to be a platform released, you think? <laughs> Do you know when we it goes No, We're hoping for theatrical. Fingers that, crossed. God. Yeah. It's, uh, oh,
3: you never yeah. know. You know yeah. I've been really fighting with Disney over this. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah no, it's, gonna, it's great. I mean, it's insane. It's yeah. absolutely nuts. And I, th- I hopefully will come out in China. Yeah, China is finally letting Disney movies back in. Yeah, <laughs> um, they, ju- they just
0: announced they're letting Megan in, and that girl is a killer.
3: You gotta watch I, out for her. Absolutely. I can't believe they're letting
0: in. her into China with those knives,
3: <laughs> those dance moves, those dance moves. Yeah, those,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah all that twerking. Yes. All right,
0: Nia, thank you for being here. Thank you. Thanks, Nia. I'm back anytime, oh, but, yeah, Nia. Yeah, great. Okay, so yeah. I thought
3: you were gonna do another quote for some reason. <laughs> no, no, nah,
0: nah. <laughs> I'm just saying thank you for being here. Open invitation. Come back anytime. Uh, feel free to bring gifts next time. Uh, no pressure. Uh, she said you wanted to bring I something for I the mantle, place. I'm not, I'm not. You can do whatever <laughs> you want. We'll, we'll, we'll gladly accept a gift. Go next to King Ralph. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. <laughs> Please remember to read, review, and subscribe. Thank you to Marie Barty for our social media, helping to produce the show. AJ McKee and Alex Barron for our editing. Lane Montgomery and the Great American Novel for our theme song. J.J. Birch for our research and letting us know about the general. Joe Boe and Pat Reynolds for our artwork you can go to blankcheckpod.com for links to some real nerdy shit including our patreon blank check special features where at this point we're still doing men in black
3: did I tell you guys I went to college with Marie Barty you went you
0: went to college with who
3: Marie Barty yeah we yes Yes. absolutely yeah yeah brilliant social media woman
2: um she's the best uh no we're about to move on from men in black griffin to should we say what it is well, you know, our next episode is the Olympics. So okay, so then uh,
0: Olympics, and also a reminder that every ten days we unlock an episode from three years ago for free public consumption. So Which go to is patreon dot com slash blank check. Trolls the experience with Richard Lawson, a classic. Uh, the, the the bridge episode into the pandemic. The yeah. last thing we did in person. The first one of the first things we had to record over Zoom. A great time you'll probably want to relive. Um, tune in next week for uh, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Yeah, the episode, David's I wanted you to say it because oh. it's the you've been fucking waiting eight years. Steve Jobs. David's so favorite Jobs. movie of all.
1: Just time. to tease this episode, um, okay. I was only able to get two treadmills, but we will be walking and talking. We'll we will.
0: <laughs> no stationary recording. Uh, and as always, hats off to the general.